You would have made the atomic bomb designer Dr. Robert Oppenheimer and his squad of top advisors want to side or compromise with all the Nazi occupiers. R.I.P. Bender. Thank you for joining us on the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. If you haven't already, please like and subscribe. Give us a rating you feel we deserve and leave a comment. Follow us on Instagram at J-R-E-E Podcast. If you have questions or comments, you can always email us at jrepodcast at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening. Hope you enjoy the show. Hey, gang, if you are in Ottawa, be sure to check out our sponsor for this podcast, Ward 14. Ward 14 is Ottawa's first and only consignment bar. That's right. Everything inside the bar is for sale. The bar stools, the bar tops, the board games, the fish. I don't know about the fish, but everything pretty much is for sale in this bar. They have a lovely food menu. They have uh, great specialty drinks. The staff are awesome. Uh, it's a quaint little place. So if you're looking for a place to go in Ottawa, it's in the heart of Ottawa's Little Italy. Check them out. Ward 14, 139 Preston, right beside the fire station. Uh, Ward 14, sweet little consignment bar. Check them out if you are in Ottawa. Thanks so much. Turn my headphone up. Check one. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Flo. All right. Welcome back, everyone, to another week of the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. Uh, as Kamar just said, I guess I am your host, Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. Hey! And Simon. Good day. How was the week, gentlemen? Oh, I had a crazy week. Uh, remember that um, Winter Wish competition I entered in? Yeah. So I was supposed to be March 5th, yep. and this girl uh, emailed me and was like, uh, can you switch me? I'm getting surgery for the 19th, and I thought she said March 19th, but she actually meant February 19th, so it was last Tuesday. And the day of, she was like, good luck tonight. I was like, what are you talking about? Because, well, you switch with me. And I was like, that's tonight. And so I had to go <laughs> do the show. And uh, I destroyed it. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it was a good ending to that. But I was, I was out of practice for so long, I was nervous. Simon? Great week, thank you. Awesome. Uh, we had a busy Rogan week, so uh, we might as well just fucking get into it. Uh, I guess we'll start by saying... Uh, Rest in peace to Brody Stevens. Yeah, that's really sad. Enjoy it. Yeah, really sad. I went down a pretty serious rabbit hole that morning. Of positive energy? No, of, uh, well, because at first I went looking for um, his bits just to to get some, you know, idea. I hadn't seen him very much, so I didn't really know what his shit was all about. But then I, that led me to a live fight that him and um, what's his fucking name? Uh, the golden pony there have in some bard. Have you seen that video? No, it's, I think it's, it's uh, crazy. I saw the clip. They just have like arguing, right? Arguing on because, because what's his name films all his sets. So it's all on. It was just, it was really weird, like super candid and really weird. And then that led me to all the different uh, comedy, Fights, feuds, 
it was just it was a weird morning. You know, there's rabbit holes out there yeah. you fall into. Either way, it's always sad when <clears throat> someone funny decides to take their own life. So I'm glad his suffering's over. Yeah, I guess that's one way to look at it. Either way, if you're, well, those if you're are having all, trouble, reach out to someone. Those are always the hardest to understand from a layman's point of view. Yeah, like the Robin Williams. Yeah, you're like, of, you know, you're going up every night at the comedy store. It just goes to show you, though, that like... But he was on heavy meds. Everybody has their which own Which side shit. effects are suicidal thoughts, for sure, so... Well, it's the old sad clown thing. Mm. Laughing on the outside, crying inside. 818 till he dies. What was that 818 stuff? Th- that's the, that's area, the code area code from Long Beach or Cal- And the positive or energy was just because he has positive energy? That's the- yeah, that was always what he was pushing on stage. Mm-hmm. Always positive all the time. Oh, yeah. So sorry. And then that led me to um, him being on that damn sports show or whatever that was warm up for the yeah, with, best damn sports show. Tate Fletcher was on. They got in a fight there. And they got in a fight on the air. It was, it was all really crazy, man. Well, have you ever heard on podcasts, he's like, he's got no, like, uh, control. He just goes. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I, don't, I don't remember the Rogan episode he was on, frankly. He will be missed. I think it was way the fuck back. Yeah, it was like 343 or something. Well, I think something. it was when he did The Hangover. Back when Rogan had hair. Whoa. Who was he on The Hangover? So you remember when they get arrested and they're all handcuffed together and Bradley Cooper's trying to call what's-his-name's wife? Yep. They're all handcuffed yep. in the police station together, and Zach Galifianakis is like this. Yep. He's the cop that comes up and is like, okay, kids, so when you get arrested, uh, they bring you over here. We call this Loserville, or whatever they, whatever, the, that was that was who he played. Because you know who, sorry, not just moving away from that for a second. Um, What's-his-face has a hilarious role in The Hangover. Brian, Brian Callen. His part is so funny. I don't remember. It. He's the wedding uh, guy who owns the wedding store. Hey, buddy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Then he owns the bar in number two. Oh, he owns and, the bar in number and two. And Brody yeah, Steven right. is the guy. I think he brings the phone when they're on top of the hotel having lunch. He's got a weird hat on. Hmm. So he's not a cop? No, in the this first one, he was two a in cop. In the second one, oh, he gotcha. plays a different. Okay, gotcha. All right, well. Either way, um, yeah, very, if it's your first time, sad. if it's your first time listening, uh, our format is very simple. We uh, we all listen to this week's Joe Rogan Experience podcasts, and we just we break them down, give our opinions, blah blah blah. Three white guys and some mics. Who gives a shit? Um, twelve forty seven. Andy Stump. That explanation keeps getting better and better, eh? La- last week it was we're just guys who don't know shit. And this week, it got so much deeper. Nobody yeah. does it better. Yeah. I try, guys. Uh, Andy Stump, 1247. The uh, wing Oh, first of all, what do you give the week? My apologies. It's been a long one for me. Simon, we'll start with you. What do you rate the week? How many Jamies out of five? I give it um, four Jamies. It was a pretty good week. Four Jamies from Simon. All right, Kamar? I have to concur with Simon. I would give it four Jamies as well. Uh, yeah, you know what? Well, why not go with the trifecta? I thought it was a solid four Jamie week. Um, yeah, no. Well, you'll figure out why we all thought it was four once we move on. So Andy Stumpf, 1247, the Navy SEAL slash uh, squirrel suitor. Podcaster. Oh, does he have a podcast? I didn't know that. <laughs> he does, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. What does he talk about? Thanks to Joe. Obviously. I haven't heard any episodes, but I think he does talk about killing people. I would assume that's got to come up. His tour of duty. He said a lot of stuff I liked. 
He's very measured and uh, thoughtful, I, th- I think. Humble, too, when he was talking about his military career. What did he say? He's like, I'm, uh, I had a very average military career. I did far less than some, more than others. I just thought that was a very humble thing to say. But he's ready to go. Yeah, no shit he's ready to go. <laughs> ready to go where? To uh, die. D- d- no, oh. there's just one point where he's talking about if there's an uprising. Like, oh. oh, that too, yeah. No, what did he say? I'm going to have to come off the sidelines. That was his exact quote. Well, I mean, look. Look at what he's doing. That wingsuit. Every person who had any part in designing it is dead. His yeah. best friend is dead. Like, yeah. Probably a hobby you should just give up. Well, he pretty much said he, he has... <laughs> I, I guess that's how he quiets the demons, as he said. Yeah, I guess. There's got to be a better way. You just start doing stand-up comedy. It's called weed. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't even remember what this guy spoke about, to be completely honest with you. Uh, I felt he, like I listened to it fucking two it, weeks ago. It was a long time ago. Um, He said he had seven main shoots fail. Which yeah, really worried Joe. And he was like, yeah. No, he happens. said that was a low number for the amount of jumps he had, though. Didn't he say that once you're like a, once you start jumping a lot, it's like a one in like ten fail rate or something. Well, twenty two years and he had ten or seven shoots. So a thousand. Either way, jumps. one one is too many. That's the day where I'm like, that's yeah, your last jump. You know, I survived that one. Amazing, and I ain't going up there again. He's just a really a matter of fact. I mean, that's, you know, Simon, you're also forgetting that they have so many safety measures in place, like pulling your chute at a high enough level where if it does fail, you have some time to hopefully fucking <laughs> save your own life. But I agree. I mean, once I have one chute failure, I assume that uh, it's probably too close for me. I mean, I know that I'm killing myself in a million different ways, but just this just seemed like one I could avoid, you know, especially since he has a family. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. There's a part like I would love to wingsuit. I would love to skydive. Really? That's something you would actually want to do? You've never done you, it? Nope, never done it. You could not pay me enough money. There is no to skydive sorry, or to wingsuit. There are there are enough monies in the world, but you don't have enough for me to do it. I'm telling you. I don't you, have two fucking nickels no, to rub together. Uh, so I I would not example. like I have no inclination to bungee jump, skydive, any of that bullshit. I uh, I have done it. And the one thing. What I've, have you done? Skydiving? Yeah. Well, Attached like, to a person. Yeah, you, so you, you have you free, to do tandem. You free, you free, well, you, you don't have to, but if you. No, I you think do, you no, do. No, I think you do have to. If you do by yourself, the chute opens before you're out of the plane. It, oh, oh, it's it one pulls of those. Yeah, as yeah, okay. you jump. Gotcha. That's even worse. So for this one, we jumped out and fell for like 30 seconds. But I'm telling you, I can't explain it, but you're going so fast, and there's a guy filming you. And then when you open your chute, he disappears because he does it. He keeps going. Yeah, of you, course, because he's then, moving 165 yeah, and, miles and, and an hour. So far below is. you, you see a little, which is his chute. But as you're falling, like for a second, the, when you jump on the plane, you're like, oh, shit. And then five seconds later, like, I'm never going to hit the ground. Like you're just going, and you don't see the ground getting closer. Like it's a weird feeling. Is it so loud? It must be so. It's loud. so loud. Your cheeks are yeah vibrating over your ears, and it's just like you don't feel like you'll ever come close to the ground. Even as you explain it to me in all of its glory, I have zero zero interest. And this happened twenty years ago, but I gotta say, I don't think I saw any curve in the earth. <laughs> 
I mean, I got to say, though, like, talking to this guy, <laughs> like, dipshit. I don't, I wouldn't mind. Skydiving, I hate heights. Skydiving doesn't fuck me up that much. Oh, it's it's b- above heights. I, I, I know, so, but I would rather skydive than bungee jump. Mm-hmm. Oh, disagree. I think so. Uh, I don't I, bungee jump. What I mean, though, is, like, they both watch videos of those crazy Russians on, like, the edge of buildings and like that stuff is way worse for me way worse i'm like joe like i white knuckle i get so my palms get sweaty instantly watching Well, because the chances assholes. of you dying while skydiving is probably pretty low with like you said with all the safety precautions in place yeah, and blah 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 you would assume. the chance of you dying doing cartwheels on a, a beam you know ten thousand feet above fucking moscow are probably pretty high fuck ten thousand feet three stories up like yeah no I, I ten thousand feet was just a number I made up. No, no, I know, but that would be bad. But if yeah. you fall from thirty feet onto concrete, well, at least you want to just make sure that you don't live. Yeah, well, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So your knee bone through your chin bone. Yeah, yeah. But people have like survived that. skydives like straight to the ground. Mm-hmm. That's weird. It's insane. Well, remember we were watching that thing where it wasn't a skydive, but he did that. He pulled his chute too late, and then he was coming in hot, and he hit the mountain. And even that is like. He got his chute open and oh, still yeah. crashed into the mountain. Yeah, I mean, well, it's like Andy Stump said. He's like, I'd rather uh, wingsuit than base jump because base jumping, you're so close to the fucking mountain right, or yeah. whatever you've jumped off of that you just you can come back and hit it. I don't know. Even that, with the chute, you can slam yourself into the ground. If you survive um, skydiving, though, that's got to just be a fucking weird glitch in the matrix or something because you're talking about free fall no, yeah. no shoots no open shoots open because yeah, yeah. that has happened i mean i don't think it happens very often no i think most people die on impact but yes it has happened i've read where yeah someone's shoot did not open or it opened catastrophically at like three thousand feet and then they fell the rest of the way but no matter what it's like you should be dead mm-hmm. which then brings me to the fucking red bull asshole I don't know if you guys watched that. Yeah, the like, guy who jumped out of the rocket. Did that make you sick when he started spinning? That was oh, so Kamar, watching him, in the spin watching thing? him spin for like four and a half minutes. Oh, I was sitting there going, where I'm did, so nauseous. Where did you watch that? Do you remember? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> His helmet's just full of vomit. Oh, that's, <laughs> dude, that's what I was thinking, Kamar. So I'm like, I'm oh like if, if I'm this guy, yeah, there's just puke like welded to my... Well, they must have had a way to um, wake him up in case he passed out, right? No, they just in place. Guaranteed, they trained him on like, or or they had an emergency shoot for him that they could deploy or something. Because there must have been a big chance that he would pass out from the G force. They can't pull the shoot up there. He doesn't have adequate. Oh, excuse me. They can't pull the shoot up there because he doesn't have adequate uh, oxygen. And for the record, he didn't jump. He just fell off. <laughs> he didn't jump off the platform. No, he well, like, what's he going to jump an extra two or three feet? <laughs> hey, in you want like, him to like swan dive, touch yeah. his toes, pike, and then fucking. Well, that would have been amazing. Double lay. But he just sort of went. But see, that was the weirdest one to me is like jumping out of a plane. Obviously, I'm not sitting here being like, I'd be stone cold fine with it. I'd be like shitting my pants. But watching that guy jump out of fucking space, like I was. It, I, I honestly was just like for yeah, no it was reason, crazy. and he was saying, <laughs> he, "Why?" Well, Red Bull paid for it, but yeah. he was yeah, saying that's my he was basically just trying to turn his wrist like a, a centimeter to stop that spin. You know what I mean? It wasn't like a have your arm rip off because the velocity yeah. just try to make a little move to stop that spin. 
But yeah, and he made it. I saw a clip of uh, Preston from Jackass. Is that his Preston name? Preston Lacey. Yeah, yeah, farting into yeah, the Steve-O's helmet. Mask. And then he pukes in the helmet, just speaking of puking into the helmet. But that's what I was thinking. I was like, if that's I was... disgusting. If yeah, I there's was, like 500 YouTube videos of that now. If I was in a free, a free fall spin like that guy was for that long. And I mean, I, I get it. I'm just sitting here on a couch. I'm not a trained fucking... He obviously trained for that stuff for months, but... Ugh. Just terrible. He's just like, all oh, the chicks I'm going to get when I get back oh. to the planet. Well, I was just thinking, like, that's five minutes of pure hell. Just wonder how much that cost Red Bull. And, and you know he didn't break the record either, right? No, I was not aware of that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did not. The guy in the 70s or 60s still holds the, the record, which is also nuts. That he did it back when they landed on the moon? There you go. Mark. I actually think they jumped off the moon. That's how they got back. <laughs> did you hear Israel sent a, a first thing to land on the moon this week? Well, you can't think that's real, can you, Kamar? Well, they say it's real. Although, it's going to take six months for them to get there. Imagine if the Jews were actually the is first this, to the Is moon. this some sort of joke we're no, getting to? true story. It's about the size of a washing machine, but their, their approach is they're launching this thing out. So they're sending a probe. circle the Earth and keep circling till it gets to the uh, moon's orbit and they get in that orbit and then land. So it's going to take six months. Six, mi- six million miles it's got to travel. That's insane. But yeah, I can't believe a guy jumped out there. And why? Why? Anyway. <laughs> why do they want yeah. to do this? You know what I thought about listening to Andy Stump? I believe he was conservative, we could say. Like, he didn't mention his politics at all. I actually disagree with you that he was conservative. I really found... Because uh, like when he was saying, I have to come off the bench, he was talking more about the like the open carry people on the right then he was talking about the left. I think. You think so? I, I, I think I, when I he, thought otherwise. Sorry, I think when he started talking about the school shootings, that really told you where he landed on the whole uh, spectrum. Yep. Um, but what? So where is Lee going with this? Is it's crazy to think like all everyone in the army is, has different political views. You know what I mean? They don't all agree. Yeah. Which is uh, just crazy in this time where everyone's getting you just throw like those are the people you got to be afraid of. I, anyone who served time here has guns. Uh, I'm, Not I'm sure served time. That's, that's, served time, fighting overseas or stuff. They have the gun they got, and they probably have other guns. You know what I mean? That's the why everybody leaves with the gun they get. I don't think you come home get. with your gun. I think so. No, I, I do not think so. Jamie, look that up. No, I, I, <laughs> I think if you join the army, you get a gun. It's like your gun. You don't like this is my gun. (laughs) Yeah, there are many like it, but this one is mine. But I don't think I don't think when you when as as long as you leave the army on good terms. Thank God, most of our listeners are American. Someone write in and lambs this fucking guy, please. You don't get to keep your gun. No way. You don't get to keep your gun. How would the military industrial complex keep going if they have all these guns returning all the time? They They sell them to Russia and Afghanistan. We know this. Haven't you watched War Dogs? Anyways, I just think retired soldiers are probably the most armed members of the American public. um, Oh, I would fully agree with that. And I don't have so much of a problem with that, except that most of them suffer from serious mental trauma when they come back. Get on that weed. Get Get on that funky stuff. It was interesting, though, when he... It was interesting. I hate when I say that. Um, He was talking about the school shootings. Yeah. And he was saying that the schools are never going to be safe because we treat them like schools and we should be treating them like military bases. And has there ever been a school shooting or at the president's son's school or whatever, daughter? 
because everyone knows it's protected because it's protected all the they treat it like a target like a base so mm-hmm. he was saying that's how they should treat the schools which i mean i don't think that was very democratic at all that, that viewpoint oh well, first of all school a really lot of, i thought they were all for guns the democrats are for, for gun control hmm. yeah they're not for arming Sorry, everyone at the I school th- i thought you were saying he was uh a republican i think he is Matt doesn't think he is. Oh. I don't think gotcha. he is. Yeah, that idea was very Republican. Uh, I agree, but I thought before you said when he said that you didn't say what you thought he thought. You said what it implied. Gotcha. This is the worst. Oh my god, I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm lost, so I can't it's imagine good. if anyone. Both listening. Kamar and I understand what's going okay. on. Anyway, you and anybody else listening yeah. may have zero idea. If, if civil war breaks out in the states, it's guys like this that. You don't want to fucking when civil war. You don't want to show up on their land saying, "Tell them what they got to do." Yeah, it got. Oh, sorry, come on. No, 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 please. This guy is not. This guy, I'm sure, has killed someone. Oh, I think he's probably killed a couple. He's in the military. He was a. Isn't he a seal? Wasn't he special forces? Yeah, Yeah, yeah. but there's some guys in the military like shoot mortars. Like I'm sure we killed someone. I'm sure he's like. No, no, but like shot a guy, walked up his body, and said special (laughs) special forces and seals. (laughs) I think kill people. He has confirmed kills. Yes, I'm sure he does. I I totally agree. Wasn't he talking about the the Arctic training that he? He was like, I have no idea why we ever did that. Yeah, they had to go like. You had to like be out in the water for five minutes and then yeah. no, it's put your kid no, 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 together. You got to get in the water, but it, the five minutes doesn't start until the last, last person guy gets, gets in, in the get water. The fuck in the water, Seymour. Yeah. Well, I think the idea is that as a seal, you're all just immediately like who are in the water. Yeah, there are no Seymours in the seals. Just yeah, there's no me standing on the edge like guys. I'll get in. It's just it's cold. Well, the last guy in gets a pillowcase full, yeah, full of, soap. of fucking soap bars yeah no shit <laughs> but then then you had to do something afterwards dexterous or something i think that was the lego that was the guy before no no come on oh, i still the, for sure they have to jump in the water maybe they don't have to do something after put their gun together or something anyways but the one they take home with them the 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 one they get to keep yeah with their dog tags I mean, I think, I, listen, I don't even, I'm not a fucking seal, nor will I ever be, but I would assume that just because you never necessarily use the Arctic training, like, those guys are always in the water, so I would assume it's good to be able to deal with hypothermic conditions and all that sort of shit. It was just, it was just, it was just one of those guys that you know is fucking tough as fuck, but doesn't have to, like, say, I can yeah. fuck you up right Yeah, yeah, no, he never does. <laughs> He's a classy guy. Finally, at the end, Joe asked him the question we were all waiting for, which was, what is the most accurate war movie? And he danced all around it, man. No, he wanted nothing to do with any of them. No, he, he was said like, they, they were all shit. Well, all. he said the first 10 minutes of Private Ryan would have been the closest to accurate. Yeah. But for the most part, he, he busted down oh, yeah, Sicario yeah. with the safety yeah. on the gun. Which, that's one of Matt's favorites. Who, I love that movie. But who, how are you going to notice that? You know Listen, I mean? Sicario, when they're coming over the border, that's like one of the most fucking well, intense Well, that's the scene he's minutes. talking about. I where know the it guy is. Does, so it's not intense at all because he can't kill anybody. Dude, it's fucking nuts. Oh, just when they're driving the neighborhood, there's bodies hanging from there. Yeah, yeah. No, that whole, from them leaving El Paso to them getting back is like, that's maybe 10 of my favorite movie. But I'm sure all that stuff has happened in Mexico more than once. Oh, those those scenarios, you know, and Mexico have really strict gun laws. (laughs) Listen, we're going to get to Mexico. They have really poor drug laws. So no, no, no. But like Johan, we're definitely going to get to Mexico. That's the real wall. Yep. Kamar, do you, uh, 
give us your classic wrap up because I got nothing else. Uh, this is a classy guy, <laughs> a thoughtful family man. Um, if you want to hear about uh, somebody who doesn't talk shit, I'd tune in. But I'd, we've heard him before, so there is the origins, which is the best of podcasts. As I was saying, like, just I did this, I did this, I did this, this how I'm here. They sort of skip all that stuff and just get into talking potpourri conversation with them. So it was a good listen, though. Mm-hmm. He's got a nice voice. Yeah, I really, I, I thought it was a decent episode. I just can't remember a fucking thing they spoke about. I can't remember a takeaway. Yeah, there, I, there was. Listen, I didn't have much. There well, wasn't yeah, a lot. I didn't hear your page. Turn, you, so. you didn't miss a lot because there wasn't a lot. And I would have to disagree with Kamara on this one because I thought his first one was much better because his the the army story is what's oh did you say that that's what i say his oh. first one was better because we got its origin gotcha this yes. one they just talk about then whatever. i absolutely agree with kamar i think most people's first time around is the best uh well it depends what they're pushing or what they've got going on or yeah like sometimes it's podcast. good to get rid of that shit so the next one they can get into stuff that maybe you know they never touched yeah like i know you i know simon will probably disagree but i i personally have always enjoyed sam harris like every time he's been on and they've never really. It seems like they always just talk about whatever's going on. You know what I mean? They they yeah, don't no, have. I, I don't disagree. With the that. last one for me was the worst. Yeah, that I agree with. On, but, yeah. Well, that's because it was all Jack. Dorsey. Yeah, no, I got. I mean, the, again, that, that was a thing. week of Jack Dorsey. The whole so. the whole thing was whatever. Yeah, it's worth listening to, and if you really like him, he's got his own podcast. So, well, rate the episode, Simon. I will give the episode a uh, three and a half. It was just there. Yeah, I I rate the episode four because just coming off all the tumultuous stuff that's been going on in the show. It was an easy listen on a Monday. I mean, I, I got, I guess I got to go three and a half because I don't remember it being terrible, but I don't remember anything from it. And I definitely listened to this. So, but I think that goes both ways. We don't remember anything because it was so good. You know what I mean? Like, no, that's you, not true. No, you, there you, was not a lot in this episode. If it was so but good, there wasn't a lot to hate. No, there was there not was a lot to hate. Like, there just wasn't a lot. There's probably three Joe, three stories that Joe told. Listen, between age and marijuana, the fact that I can remember anything from 15 hours of podcasts in a week is fucking stunning. Kamar, what do you give it? Well, that's still he, four. Oh, you did. Oh, yeah. Did, did I? You did you rate it already? It? Yeah. yeah, we all rated it. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I did too. <laughs> See, I can't <laughs> as, remember what happened five minutes ago. Memory loss. And, and trying something new. Um, you have any final feelings about him? I think he's a stand-up guy. Like I've said before about many guests, I uh, I wish if I met him, he thought he liked me. Mm-hmm. I would not be indifferent. I'd be bummed if he was like, ah, Kamar's a bit of a douche. Don't invite him to the party or the after party. <laughs> you can tell where Kamar's insecurities lie. <laughs> yeah. I'm learning a lot about Kamar. Right on the line, baby. Yeah. You can you can take part in this now. Uh, I don't, like I said, I, I thought he was a good guy. Yeah, seemed I, like a nice yeah, guy. Yeah, I mean, stand-up guy for sure. His voice yeah. doesn't match his face either. Yep. Uh, I disagree. You think so? I found it. Yeah, I did not look at what he looked like. He I'll, looks I'll, really I'll young. I'll play that game at the end. He's really young. Well, wait like until Steven you Pinker. send us the picture. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how I pictured yeah, exactly. him. His voice sounds a lot older than he looks. All right. All right. Better uh, or worse than Shane Dorian? Oh, uh, worse. It's got to be worse because yeah, Shane Dorian's you. was an origin episode. Like, Shane Dorian's episode is bad, and the next one he's in is going to be awful. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> Because if we already know where he comes from. All right. Which All right. 12, surfer boy. 12.48. William Ottman. Uh, yeah, this is where it got heavy again, right? Who was this guy? This I honestly don't remember. Bill Ottman is the guy who owns Mines. So this oh, was right. a, yeah. a 
I can't yeah. come out and say it, but I'm going to bash Twitter the whole time, but I'm not going to bash them, but I'm going to bash them. But yeah. this was like everything that the uh, Jack Dorsey one could have been, like more openness. Right. Hold this on. is exactly how that one should have been. And we also yeah. found out what Elon's neural link was in this, didn't we? Oh, dude, yeah. we will get to that. We'll okay. get to that. We'll, Sorry, get to well that. no, we might as well talk about it now, but it's some cord that wraps, they inject it into you and it wraps around your, your brain. Stem? Dude, like enough. You're not enough. into that? You're not into that? No. I'm if they're looking for volunteers, that. I'm in. Hold on. This is my issue. For a guy that's really worried about robots taking over, he wants to inject every human. Yeah. With like they have to admit to me first that this is a matrix that we're in a program and then I will be happy to let them inject the cord into my brain. But there's already a cord in your brain yeah, outside right, of this. Exactly. <laughs> so and like, how much exactly. work can he put into this if he's worried about Tesla or any of these other things? Because that's sort of a big deal to get right. Yeah, no, I really, when they said that, I was just like, I, I had to sit down. I mean, I also, part of me was like, what a terribly uninventive name, because that's kind of what I thought when I heard it. I was like, Neuralink sounds like just something that plugs into your brain and like... But you thought it was like, Simon, you thought it was like a headband. I thought it was going to be something that somehow connected through mag... I didn't think You thought you were going to be like Jordy and fucking Star Trek. Well, it's something they want to sell to you. Like what? We're going to all be sitting at home heroin style injecting fucking neural nets into us I don't know if that's the intention to sell it. No, I think it's that you do... It's a one-time like surgical procedure. Oh, this is just... This is to get everybody online. That would be my assumption. Just to increase... He said he wants to change the the bandwidth. You know what? No. I am happy to be offline, and when everybody's injecting themselves, I'm moving out to a cabin in the woods, so we're going to have to do my part remotely. I was going to have that talk with you anyway this week about how you better buy that fucking cabin, and you better buy some (laughs) land soon, because... This shit's coming. I have a great oh, cabin. Oh, dude, we have fucking yeah, I've got land. 80 He's acres, then no, you're welcome you were buying, to come. No, 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 because you said you were going to buy something. I don't want to say yeah, it yeah, on no, air. I, but oh, jeez, oh, jeez. We're trying Time to move out of the Time city at some point, for yeah. sure. But yeah, you're telling me I should act quicker than... Uh, sooner than later, planet, buddy. Let's yeah. build these A-frames now, <laughs> this shit is coming, mon frere. I, I love this episode, because this guy, like Joe said, you look like a hacker, like, and it took a while for it to get going well joe did not give him an inch when he said a statement joe said what do you mean can you please qualify that yeah Yeah. well that's because joe was like i'm not gonna do this again no i get it well and then i thought okay or is it because you know this guy isn't a sponsor there's no you didn't no 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 just just meaning that i (laughs) that there was only so much the twitter guy was gonna answer Regardless of what Joe, whereas this guy was going to answer anything because that's why he was on here, right? Yeah, but like, hold on. Let's, I'm sorry to cut everyone off. Let's also keep in mind this is a much smaller thing than Twitter. Like he said, he's like, we have a million users. I would expect that the CEO of a social media company that has a million users was way more hands on. Well, it's more manageable that he would know the information of what's going on with a million users because let's say you have an incident rate of like, 5%. 5%. 5% of a million is a... And let's say that out of that incident rate, you could then assume that like maybe 1% of that incident rate is serious incidents. He would then know. Whereas Twitter has fucking how many? Like I wouldn't expect... And I know I'm not defending Jack Dorsey, but I just... I didn't expect him to have all the answers when he went on. Nor do I even expect a guy like that in a company that big to be in on the meetings where Fuck they're making no. those decisions. Fuck you know what no. I mean? Like, unless it's a decision that's going to affect the bottom line. 
It'd be I funny, just don't it'd think be funny if, if Joe Rogan thing. asked Jack Dor- uh, Dorsey, so about Alex Jones getting banned, he's like, Alex Jones is banned? Yeah. <laughs> he was completely unaware of it. Well, let's keep in mind, too, if you were a billionaire of like a large company, would you not rather be on the beach if you knew this company that you built was running itself anyway? Like you had all these, I just, I don't know. I wouldn't want to be in the know. Well, personally. that's why I like this guy, Bill Ottman, more than Jack Dorsey, because mm-hmm. he was he felt like he was in the trenches. Well, he yeah. said to start using uh, DuckDuckGo instead of Google, yeah. which is ridiculous. Which is a ridiculous, but what a great name. Did you try? DuckDuckGo? No, man, no, I don't that, try that any That promotion of this didn't work shit. at all. <laughs> I also didn't sign up for Mayans. But uh, I did. I did, so. Okay, is it Mayans? Is My, it- M-I-N-D-S. Like your mind? Mines yeah. are melding. Mines, yeah. But... Um, he, uh, he, I felt was very skeptical of Jack Dorsey. Well, he was skeptical of all of those big companies: YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Well, because he's just like, let us know what you're doing. Well, he's the alternative. Yeah, they want open source. Yeah, that open, was that was the main focus of this whole podcast. Open source code for everything, and if you're not doing that, then you're not telling us the truth. That was pretty much his. Uh, he didn't mind the alternative though, where in it was a nutshell. like. It was open source where you could change it, but you had to let them know what the changes were. That's, you know what right, I mean? That- but the important part of open source, I, I think for him, is not necessarily that anybody can take anybody's shit. It's that we can see what you're doing, right? There's no... If, if we can see the code, yeah. then we can see what you're stealing from us, or, what you're listening to, yeah. how you're watching us, what information you're taking. How you're selling us trucks. Right, exactly. They, uh, he makes a, a great point when he says, um, you know, we want to know every fucking ingredient that goes into any piece of food we put in our body, so much so that it has to be listed on the label of every bread. Yet you don't want to know one thing that goes into all the apps you use. And this you know? is fucking with their psychology. Like it's, we should be very cognizant of, of what we're taking in and how they're doing it. Well, even more is we know they're stealing your information. We know this. It's an absolute fact. And yet there isn't a big uproar. Nobody we're, we're is complicit. Nobody's rioting. We're just like, yeah, keep doing it because you're giving us something that we like. The way this guy was like, especially that open source was very free love and hippie sort of dippy talking about the internet, but I, I feel like all those companies, Facebook, YouTube, uh, Twitter, whatever, they probably went into it when they started with that sort of intention. You know what I mean? And then once the dollars and cents gets involved, that's ex- I, I absolutely agree. Kamar. I think all of those companies started with like super smart young dudes, free who, internet, who free thought they platforms. could make a difference. And then the reality of the situation, it's like when somebody runs for president and they're like, yeah, now I'm going to get in there and I'm going to make a change. And then they get in there and nobody ever makes a change because there's too much. It's stakes. just, it's too much. So I want to see, I'd like to follow this guy just to see if he, if mine gets bought by, Instagram, you know, this guy's done. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. No, I mean, he can't. It, they can't do that. Their whole their whole well, yeah, stance is we are the antithesis. It would be of, his uh, life's project sort of uh, suicide. Well, and why would anybody buy anything this guy is selling when he's selling us on his product of being different and then he's just going to conform to... No, like... So, so yeah, well, listen, the almighty dollar talks. If, like, imagine if fucking Facebook were, was like, we'll give you... Uh, 
35 billion dollars i'm not i'm not saying he wouldn't sell out what i'm saying to you is why on earth would you use mines at that point like of course yeah you would trust him even less than you trust uh dorsey or dorset or whatever the fuck his name i think more what i'm saying is um everything he was talking about open source it all it all sort of made sense to me and i really was like yes this more what it has to be and it would really bum me out to find out that he just got caught up, you know what I mean? I, I hope he stands yeah, his ground uh, and keeps yeah. this thing going, which I doubt will happen. Well, I, I mean, disagree with you guys though on like the these guys probably all started out with like good intentions. Like Mark Zuckerberg doesn't seem like a good guy. Well, I mean, his, first of all, we know almost with great certainty that he stole the idea from the Winklevoss twins. Yeah, so he had no intention. It just well, that's it. He just for him, it was clearly about money. Well, I think it was just about code and making something that goes viral because i mean just drawing from the facebook movie it's the it's the spicer guy says this how you make money or yeah, yeah. The, the the napster guy i'm just saying it, it it's it uh. they're they're all nerds right like mm-hmm. all of these guys they that was more my point is they're all they're not coming from like a, an evil place I, I mean what do i know i just you know they're not like being raised by Donald Trump's and then coming into the world and, you know, laughing maniacally as they decide to ruin society. I, I just, I don't see it that way. I mean, yes, they are ruining society, but I don't think it was their plan. Yeah, but we're also talking about a different, like, Bill Gates was, in reality, you could look at someone like Bill Gates as, like, the originator of this shit. Now these kids that are coming up, they might look at it completely different. Like, they might look at the internet or computers or money completely different. Like, Bill Gates has given it all away. These of, kids, of course, they do. Well, that's what I'm saying, though, is they might look at it as a very insidious thing that they can make a ton of money off of, and you well, know, I just think they look at it as our, you know, this is life now, and this, if I'm gonna make money, it's gonna be off the whatever. I mean, I'm but just from arguing this, against the point, just from listening to the guy, did you guys think he was like finally a guy with good intentions, even though all these social media things end up to be fucking I absolutely, the bane of our existence? I mean, I don't know if I agree with everything he said, but he, I think he absolutely had good intentions. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. what I got out of it, too. And, and I would be so surprised if he ended up uh, flipping. Well, that, that was my main yeah. interest the whole time listening to him. Like, yeah, this all sounds great, but I wonder if you're going to get... But how could you not? Up. That's my question to you, to, to both of you, is like, how could you not sell out for, I don't know, like again, Simon, if someone comes to you, let's say you're steadfast, let's say you're this guy and you've started this thing and you're steadfast in your beliefs and I come to you and I go, I get that you're steadfast, but we're willing to give you $20 billion. You had me at steadfast. <laughs> well, I'm just, I don't know. Like, Well, it's just because I have my land and my stepfather said, you know, when, when I die, this is yours. Like, I I'd never get rid of this. You know what I mean? And yeah. I honestly don't think there's a number. No, but uh, that's different. That has, like, sentimental value. I, I guess the thing is that I'm broke. So for me, like... That's it, too. Yeah, no, and that's probably it. Is like, I'm, I'm, if this guy already has money and he's comfortable, then for him, it's like, I don't need... You know what? I, I guess if I had a million dollars, I wouldn't feel that way. But because I have nothing much it'll I, it'll be a, a really number. interesting uh scenario for him when they do come a knocking because with every good idea they come a knocking or they or they just want to squash mean, it listen they won't come knocking until there's a bigger number that's right 
of subscribers. I mean, yeah. it, it might never take off. And but again, I mean, Kamar just said it. Sure. The only reason they'll come a knocking is to put it in the ground. This at least is a place where you know he comes on Rogan, he can get his message out to a bunch more people, and good for him. And it's it's uncensored. Well, it's not uncensored. They talked about the things that were censored. Well, but I just think there's a lot more stuff. Have on you there been than... on there, Kamar? Yeah, I'm on there. So what kind of uh, I don't know how to search it. Well, no, 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 hasn't been blocked yet, so he's like, it's it's uncensored. I know. I've just seen a lot of like uh, anti-abortion stuff thus far. A lot of porn on there. No, not as much porn as on Twitter. Yeah, no shit. Eh? Damn, I can't believe everyone's like, is there porn on Twitter? There's, there's so much porn on. Listen, Twitter. Listen, Twitter is on the internet, so there's a good chance there's some porn on there. But I used to watch Vine for the porn, and then they cut it, so it can't be cut. There's no porn on YouTube. There's Why no porn was on that? Instagram. Was there no you porn back then? No, there was. That's the weirdest no, part. There's Vi- something about a 15 second clip where you have to like. Vine was live. Like, gotta jerk off in front of 15 no, seconds. No, you're watching a guy on a Friday night get his dick sucked live, or seven seconds after the fact. Kamara's looking at me like you, you, you don't, don't know what you're I know, missing. Does that sound cool? <laughs> no, the seven, seven, seven seconds after the fact sounds. Oh, great! I get to watch a guy after he's come. Oh no, no, he, but he'd, he'd keep filming, so it'd, it'd make him. Yeah, move. I know. Uh, I'm talking too much about myself. I mean, <laughs> this was a buddy I knew had a prom. Told me this. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I a never little, actually little too inside it. baseball. But there's no porn on Instagram. There's no porn on Facebook. There's no porn on. I mean, and they're on the internet, so it can be stopped or blocked. Shut him but down. There's porn on shop. Twitter. Oh, well, I know. And I'm sure it's, it's against not on. Sorry. Their terms of service. Hmm. Are we done with Bill Altman? I don't know. No, Everyone looked at no, me no, all no, of a sudden. No, this no. guy was a revolutionary. This guy was. So he, he makes a statement at one point that um, because sites like Instagram are fucking around with their algorithms and you're posting a post and it's only getting out to 5% of your viewers or 5% of your followers, viewers, same thing, same thing. Um, And then people are getting very depressed because they're not getting the same amount of likes that they did Mm -hmm. before when everybody was seeing the post. And especially because, you know, let, let's just say you have 100 followers, come on, I don't know, whatever. Um, those 100 people are probably 100 people who know you. And if they see that you've posted a picture, they're probably going to like it. So you're going to get your 100 likes and you're going to get your dopamine rush and you're going to feel good about yourself. If, if that algorithm is working differently and the only people who are seeing your posts are randos and you're only getting four likes or whatever, like, of course, that's going to make you... De- I, you're looking at me like I'm crazy. No, I'm looking at you like I have way more than 100 followers, and I <laughs> never get 100 likes on anything, and it makes me sad. Well, that is sad. Just, I thought you were just telling my, my sad story. No, Joe couldn't figure... He was like, you think that that makes people depressed? I'm wow. like, yeah, of course that makes people depressed. Because everything he does gets 10,000 anythings. Like it's, well, and he's that's his 50, baseline. He's 53, and he never really grew up with this. I mean... Although he noticed when he got a lot of dislikes. Simon, my issue isn't so much... Uh, with what you're saying uh, it is but just in a different way like i don't really i don't so much feel for the person who's out there like oh i have 100 followers not everyone's seeing and i'm not getting my 100 likes whatever although it does bother kamar he says my problem is more like what he was saying about if you've if you've put in the time and work to build uh, a community or a viewership of like a million let's say and they're only showing your shit to like 50,000 of them they're doing you a huge disservice 
Yes. Uh, Matt, I 1000% agree with you, but the difference is you're talking about people who are making their living off that. That's one thing. I'm talking about every citizen, every kid out there who's like feeling hurt every night. I get it, but we can all put down our phones and we all should. No, no, that is a silly argument because that's just not reality. And, well, and look, neural net, we're about to inject ourselves. That phone's going to be on all the time. You know, like there is no getting away from the phone. That's really easy to say, but we don't do it. And our, the kids certainly don't do it. No, but like, I'll give you an example. Like I, when I post a photo on Instagram, I fuck off until like, I don't know the next day. Cause I just don't. Cause you want those likes. No, I just, rack don't, up. I just don't give a shit. Like to me, I'm not. And that's super healthy. You know what I mean? And, and I'm afraid that if I did start posting things, I would give a shit and I don't want to give a shit. So I don't post things. I think that's wise. Fair enough. Maybe it's cowardly who like, I, I you know what I mean? You're I mean, afraid I, again, to I, face the rejection of the internet. Like well, as far, as far as my personal Instagram, I just enjoy taking photos. So that's like, if I, I've said it before, if no one followed me, I would most likely still post photos on there just because it's an online archive of photos I've, you know what I mean, of I've taken. That's how I look at it, at least. Yeah, I, I, again, I think that's really healthy. And, and me as a, you know, a sane person, I think, um, still, you know, I could post a million. I don't because... Yeah, but Simon, it goes back to like what we'll get to in a bit is like the drugs. Like, it's all about how people use it. You're sitting here saying like, well, they, uh, I get what you're saying. You're saying they're a corporation. They shouldn't be actively out here trying to make people depressed. Uh, and and they are. They have the information. They know it's making people depressed. Yeah, they also know their that logic is we know you better than you know yourself. So we'll decide what you can see and what. Yeah, like that's Jack Dorsey. I is disagree. One of these, that is Hold ridiculous. Jack Dorsey is one of them. But I don't think that's. I actually think it's different. I think they're trying to make us depressed so that we stay on there because for them, their business is all about how long you stay on Facebook's business model is based on um, the amount of time you spend eyes on the on website. The page, yeah. yeah. Not so much eyes, but how long your eyes stay. Well, okay, right? fine, fine. But because now these companies have become ingrained into the social fabric of our world, they now have a social responsibility. And, you know, they can make as much money as they want, but there has to be legislation put on these companies so that they then have to take a certain amount of that money and put it back into, I don't know, some way to help people deal with this thing that's happening that we're not even aware that it's going. You know what but I that's mean? That's not like, capitalism. You can't just step in and regulate one industry to do the right thing when there's no, a million I, I, other industries I, that don't. I totally think you can. All this stuff came in like when I was thirty. So I, I to- lived a life I without totally it. I totally think Fine. you can. The same way you they're going to. The same way they're going to regulate like the pot industry or. It's different though. You ingest pot. It's a fit like. This is a drug, man. There is no different. You are when you're smoking I'm your not, weed, Simon, you're can, getting a, a hit of something in your body. This is giving you a but hit. But what of are you going to do? You're going to regulate. You can, argue you that, can only go on social media two hours a week. No, no I'm, you're going to regulate the companies. Yeah, but that's okay. Stop. This is what I'm saying to you: is that you're going to go to you're going to go to you want the government to step in. You libertarian Simon, you want the government to step into these companies and decide what they're going to do with their yeah, algorithm. Yeah, because I think that the only important thing a government can do is protect its citizens. I see what you're saying, but I think that would just make it worse. It's got to be what this guy... How would that make it worse? Because the government's involved. 
I don't even know what they're going to know more stuff about you. Like access to data, whatever. Like I, I, obviously this guy's like their secrets, like their algorithms, whatever are, are, are valuable, valuable information. And for someone to see that, Oh, you're doing that. Well, that can never be done or actually we'll take that too. I don't know. It just, they're already bad. I just think government would make it worse. What this guy's talking about seems like the only shot. We are so behind the eight ball with all of this shit, with the AI, with everything, right? Like we're, it happens and then we conform to it. Oh, dude, we're pretty much stuck in 1972 as far as I'm concerned. This problem with um, our kids just like being lost into social media is is a huge problem that we haven't seen yet. But, you know, we could get ahead of this one. And their kids' kids, if nothing's done. Oh, I don't even think it'll last that long, then. I'm with Matt. I think this whole fucking thing is coming to a head. You you think it's coming, like, 20 years? No, no way like, less. Like, six. Way less. Way less. Um, I think the race war is going to start I'm planning to be ready in three. Yeah, but start, isn't that crazy? Like buying water. Man. I watched this uh, the Studio 54 documentary the other day. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you seen it? I have. So... There was sexuality, there was drugs, there was mixed races. Like, where was the tension that we have now? You know what I mean? And that, and say that's close to slavery or whatever. Like, people were grooving and it was uh, the 70s. And well, stuff. they only, I'm not sure yeah, I see pa- your point. I'm contending that without the social media, it makes everybody happier. You're agreeing. So in the 70s, before they had that shit, everybody was happier. I agree. Yeah. And the world moved along just fine and everybody had jobs. And, and how like, have we got to this racist, prejudiced world, like how have we devolved? Because they were worse before this. Yeah. Then it got to that and somehow how we're like, it, it doesn't make sense. We're, we're ready for that big natural disaster. I don't think it's worse, Kamar. I think it's that the... the that like super loud minority just has a bigger loudspeaker now. That's all it is. But it's coming. It just you guys think that is just a loudspeaker? Like there's yeah, no I, harm. I'm not that? even talking about like that side. No, come on. There's harm coming. But that's from, spurned but the, by social media. No, the bigger right, harm. Yeah. Listen, we've talked I about see. it before. The social media is going to be a fucking drop in the pond compared to when you know. Ten million people lose their jobs in four years. Well, the, all they'll be able to do is be on social media. So maybe the, yeah, it's to to, to to dull their senses. And listen, we're going to get to it with Johan Hari, but like, you know, again, to go back to the fucking automation and shit and jobs that we're trying to save, like, why are we trying to save? Why is there a fucking a prison guard union? That shouldn't exist. Why are we trying to save those jobs? That shouldn't exist. It's insane. And that's why we're fucked. We should be working on what people do when there's no jobs to be done. Either. So interesting, you guys think it's in six years. I wonder, like, what stock to buy, knowing that information. Dude, don't buy any stock. Yeah, stock's going to be worthless. Buy water, Gold. buy land, and buy guns. Really? You guys think six years? Ammunition, Simon. Sorry. Buy ammunition. That, we it, only need three guns. I hope you guys are wrong, because I'm not living my life. Well, I just gave away my whole fucking game. Simon, that's what I was going to say to you, though, what good is 200 guns if you, um, if you have no fucking... Can, you, can so, you give me a time check? We're at an hour. Perfect. Well, so 52 minutes. We're going to have to edit that part out. I don't want everybody to know my plan. <laughs> I'm not editing. <laughs> Fuck that. Um, six years. That, that's that's crazy talk. So, yeah, well, listen, I got a lot going on in my head these days. Yeah. Um, so they he finally talked about Owen Benjamin for about two seconds. Talked about him going crazy because of social media. Yep. 
And he's still on social media. That's the crazy part. But yeah, Joe just won't talk about it, man, because like he pushed off it real he's quick. He's Sana and Agrada. Yeah, but again, he's listen. No, no, he he didn't he didn't say anything bad about it. No, him. but he I'm just, saying, would would we like if we had a friend that had gone off the deep end, would we sit I, here? I on felt this that in Joe's voice. Yeah, he's not like fuck Owen Benjamin. He could die. He's like, yeah, no, no, yeah. Ah, no. I knew that guy. I mean, he I, sat right there. Yeah, and absolutely, like, this is a friend of mine. I know what like, you're saying. Mo. Yeah, but I, I, I don't think we would do that. I and, keep pushing for there to be some sort of. Uh, I don't think there issue. ever will be. Yeah, I think no, it, I hear you. Until Owen Benjamin. Uh, kicks the bucket I, I just don't think you'll get it that'd be horrible too man because he's it got would, a yeah. wife and his kids are on there like it's so fucked and it's all all this is because of social media like it's just i remember there's no social media or there's minimal when i was 30 and uh i was better off for it but that's the part too is that that's i mean you know the worst part about like owen benjamin is you know there's a bunch of fucking trolls just like counting his days like how many days till we get him to fucking snap let's just keep pushing oh, let's just keep egging him on there's youtube channels about on. his youtube channel yeah of course it, 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 like he's he's got followers and like he, it's not like he's just going to an empty space yeah. just uh going back a second so that neural net yeah so the, it, the injection goes into your throat just throwing that out there and then like a it's, snake it swims not, up yeah, in your brain it's not like a happy little heroin injection into your arm I mean, listen, we're never going to get it. We're yeah. old. It, this will be a young person's thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I wouldn't even want it. That's the point. No, that's the point yeah. I'm making exactly yeah. is it's the old people aren't going to adopt this because we're we just be so skeptical. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I'll give you a report because my uh, roommate just got the newest uh, HTC Vive oh, headset. I'm, I'm coming over to play virtual darts, man. Yeah. And well, we got darts. Real no, darts. I, I know. I was joking. But it. it he says it's going to be a lot better than the old one. And he found someone to buy the old one. So, Well, I would expect that the new one would be better than the old one. And that's one. what people with if, their jobs are going to be doing, ma- man. If they're making the new ones worse than the old ones, uh, that's a business that has a serious problem. Yeah. But how much better is it? Like, Well, the, no, come on. It's, that's, it's just going to get better so fast. And, like, and then lighter so it's less bulky on your head. And that's what people do when they don't have a job, man. Listen mm-hmm. to podcasts and think you're in a better place. Think about... And the I, tube on your dick. <laughs> I know this could never happen because I get it, business. Um, but imagine they had made everything open source. Like, imagine how much farther along we'd be at this point. Yeah, like the kid in Africa that just has the gift yeah, of code. That, that's right. Adds on to this thing that makes yeah. it the, the system. But I think it would still all end up in this end of the world AI thing. Like, that's where it's all inevitably the technology is going. That's what I think. Yeah, it's, it, is it depressing or is it exciting? You know what I mean? It's just changed. You know what was a weird argument they got into was the whole thing about not owning your... That was weird. Your stuff. Intellectual property. Yeah. Like, I, I just could not sink my teeth into what he was saying because... But like, he's saying it was all open source. Yeah. He's saying, like, yeah, you wrote that book, but... You got words you, from here, here, yeah, and here. You, you stole information from everything you've gotten. You've been inputting your whole life. Like, I just, yeah, okay, I get that. That's like Sam Harris's argument, right, about free will. Yeah, it's, well, he, it's tied they, in they, a way. they brought no, that up. No, I know, I know. That's why I brought we're leading it up. into it. But what I'm, what I was thinking is, uh, okay, intellectual property, uh, taking stuff. Do you know anyone who uh, downloaded Napster, or yeah, like back in the day, like, or shared movies, like uh, yeah. or streamed? Like, I did yeah. pirated stuff. You, okay, you know what I mean. That's that sort of thinking process. Sorry, I'm totally lost here. 
Did you ever download anything file off the internet? Sharing. Is that that's what he's asking? Do you ever use LimeWire or fucking Napster? Or? Well, I mean, I did. Yeah, are you looking to cast well, blame? Well, no, that's just that's that's what he's talking about. Like, people thought it was all right to take other people's music and play it. You know, are you looking? Well, yeah, I mean, it's not quite the same, but it's just okay. intellectual property. Like, what, what is, what is it? We can't share it. Like, you know what I mean? That's that's what I thought. Well, his my, argument. Well, I mean, hold on a second. Hold defined, on. Hold on a second. We've defined intellectual property. You make as a, a you make a song. Yeah. And I write a book. Okay. Yeah. I publish my book into paper. Yeah. And you print your song onto a CD. Yeah. We're even. Yeah. When you decide to put that song onto the internet. Then it's open open source, right? Yeah. That's the yeah. So it's the it's and not. If you quite, put your book on the internet and then I take your book and take the cover off and put my name on it, right? And then sell and, a new and book. And what I'm saying is, well, I just wouldn't have put my book on the internet if that's what I was worried about, right? Like you, you don't have to put it there. I guess so. He's saying if you put it there, it's it's open source. It's open. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what he wants, and it, it baffled Joe. He's like, but. They're trying to make money, and especially also we talk about no advertising. It's like, but you've you've got to make money. Hmm. Yeah, but that city in Brazil is interesting as shit. The I've, super. I've seen, I've seen a bunch of photos of it. And it what looks, city in Brazil? There's a city in Brazil that's banned advertising, outdoor advertising as a social experiment. Uh, yeah, I, I guess. I mean, they just did it though. All outdoor advertising, so like no billboards. There is no. no advertising. I don't think store signs. I'm pretty sure there's this No, no. I'm pretty like sure. Like a gas station is just. Th- you can have like the name of your restaurant or but store, but there can't be like a the Coca-Cola. There can't be like a Coke sign that says. What about commercials on television? There are none? Uh, no, I believe those still exist. And what about commercials on the internet? Well, you I've, can't you can't regulate can the internet as a country. Uh, unless you're China. Well, yeah, I was just going to say, yeah, you can. <laughs> you totally can. Okay, but they don't firewall advertisements. Yeah, yeah, okay, there you go. They just keep it. They just keep whatever. I guess you're right. They could technically. That's why we've got to design an app that stops ads on social media. They have that. There's add-ons on Google Chrome where you can block all sorts of shit. Scrap that idea. So you have to pay to block? Nope. It's free. Free add-ons. Really? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Pop-up blockers. All sorts of shit. All what? sorts of So what? Sheep. They provide you with a means to block the No, ad? so Google okay, Google Chrome somewhat is like uh, I I don't want to say it's open source, but anyone can just add an app to Google Chrome and you as it's an add-on. You as the user of Google Chrome can go in and look at add-ons. Like there's one there's one for example that will uh let's say you're in the checkout of any you're in any checkout on the internet. It will, if you have this thing downloaded as an add-on to Google Chrome, it will search every coupon on the internet. I I saw it. Joe is actually advertising it on. Um, there you go. So it searches. Every, oh no, sorry, that's something different. I'm sorry. Okay, so this searches every code on the internet, and if it if there one exists, it puts whatever promo code in for you, and you don't have to do shit. The ad that Joe is now running on his thing is for this thing for Amazon. It'll go through. And it finds the best deal on Amazon for you, shipping included, all of sure. that shit, right? Mom and Pa can't compete with that. No. And and that's just exactly what fucking uh, Gar- Gary V. What was that guy's name? Which one? Uh, he the was entrepreneur on, yeah. on the Jets. Yeah. Gary, yeah. Gary, Gary right. V. Yeah. yeah. He said when he was Vanier on. Chuck. Yeah. When he was on Rogan, I find out what's going to be the next big thing. And then I plant myself all around it. 
you know? And that's exactly what they did. Yeah, he's Amazon is the next big thing. What do you mean the next? They're already the biggest thing. Yeah, I'm being facetious. And But like, will it go on forever or will it fall too? Well, everything falls, doesn't it? Well, I if think they so. if they can go on not paying taxes, I don't see why they would fall. I think I've said it's it just before. All profit. But... Well, no, the real problem is it, fuck the taxes. Let's say they start paying taxes. The real problem is once a company becomes so big and has all the money, they can just buy up any competitor ever because no competitor can get big enough to compete with them. Yes, agreed. And this is why the one purpose not the one but one purpose of our government is is to make sure that monopolies yeah these things cannot happen yeah and they're not doing that they are not doing that because they're having their pockets padded by these companies and it's like, the internet so it's harder to stop a business like it's operating in canada but like it isn't i don't know okay i know but that's a problem right like we can obviously see that you're making a ton of money here and yet you're circumventing our rules to not pay. No, like fucking the other bullshit. Problem, hold on. The get other, the fuck out of the here. The other problem though is you can't sit there and be like, well, Google, you operate out of Ireland. You have a fucking headquarters. Hang- you have an air hangar outside of Toronto. That is probably the biggest building in our country. I have one right here. What in Ottawa? Yeah, just uh, it's so big. Have you not Jim driven Road. by it? No, no, but the one in Toronto that they're building right now. A hundred. Um, it's huge. A hundred uh, bay docks. Yeah, yeah. Well, dude, the one they're building in Toronto is like three million square feet or something. Absolutely, like. Anyways, point is, like, th- th- this is why we're gonna have to live in the woods in a cabin is because of scenarios like this. But you should build a bunch of stuff around that. Yeah, yeah, it's called a wall. <laughs> yeah, All right. No. Well, no, this guy was a real hippy dippy. Uh, yeah, I mean, free internet, uh, free love. That's all I got on this guy. Very skeptical of Jack Dorsey is honestly in all all the internet. He also was delving about government secrets. You know what I mean? Like you know how there's government secrets? Yeah, yeah. Black, Why are there black se- files? Why are there secrets? He, wa- he wants open source for everything. everything All information. Everything. Why are they secrets though? Like yeah. Or I like to. Well, that's to one give- thing I liked where he was just talking about. He's like, why? Like if we all knew everything the government knew, we'd feel more comfortable, or we would just be more. Because the government. Sorry, Kamar. Why can't they show one example? Okay, this is really classified information. Now you see why we can't tell you this stuff. Like, like it doesn't actually make sense to me. Well, the government is assuming that there are certain things that if the public were to find out that they would not be able to handle. I don't know if that's true or not. I think that thing that they the people couldn't handle is how many fucked up things the government's done that's have been like you did what for sure not even for sure not even shady like but uh, I mean look there, there are some it can't all be open source governments still have to be able to operate like they can't say have all their secrets out there so that China knows that they killed that dude but you know f- like the theory would be every country has all the secrets okay, like, okay, okay. That's, we'd have to kill everybody first there would have to be that so, flood i was talking about was, and or skynet they'd be able to start again but i just i hate classified it's classified information like it's it's just protecting people well the I, the the people in the government not the people who are like okay classified information fair enough i, I don't know i like this guy like i hope that's what i was saying i like the guy through and through the whole thing everything he was talking about but if one day i woke up and found out he got bought out i'd be like fuck but I really like his intent. And like I said, Kamar, the only reason I said that is because I'm broke. I have a feeling this gentleman's yeah. well off and 
my, my only gripe is they got right into it. You, you know what I mean? Like they didn't really talk about how he got from wherever to here. No, Joe kind of just classified right, him as a nerd, and then they started talking. They got right about, into all the issues and stuff. Well, because there was lots to talk about. I mean, it's uh, such a hot button thing. Right I would have loved just to hear. And I don't know if you noticed, but it seems like over the last two weeks, Joe's had a very strict three-hour policy. I don't know if I've noticed that, but... Two uh, two hours on uh, Dylan, he had to No, I understand, but what I'm saying is if you listen back or start listening, start listening for it, he'll start saying to guests, listen, man, uh, it's been about three hours. We got to wrap this up. It's... He's really staunch on the three-hour thing now. Well, maybe they just well, know that's the sweet spot. We've learned. We've, I think, we've, oh, sort of, we've we've learned our fucking. We've got to get staunch <laughs> on the two-hour thing. No inside baseball. We really got caught up. All right. Up well, with this let's guy. rate this guy. Uh, I, I mean, again, my mind is fucking mush. I don't remember it that well, but I'll give it a four because I, I remember it being interesting. Yeah, I agree. Four. I remember. It, I, I call it a five. Like it was really inspiring and interesting, and he, this guy wasn't dumb. Like he was smart and got stammered up, like when he really wanted to. So it was it was candid. He he wasn't like Jack Dorsey. Kamar looked at me and said this guy wasn't dumb, as if I had been spending <laughs> the last half hour being like, "No, this no. fucking moron." The only thing Matt contended was that he was tired and he didn't remember when, the episode. When I very say well. someone wasn't dumb, that means they're really fucking smart. Okay. Yeah. yeah no. Then, this. I mean, I assume the guy that started. You know, I'd recommend this episode. Yeah, okay. Well, I think fours across the board yeah. means we all recommend it. Yeah, it was good. I mean, I'd still rather listen to Shane uh... Shane Dorian. That's, yeah. Wow, really? I disagree uh, this heavily one, on this that one. one. There's a couple where I've said Shane Dorian just to piss you off, and, but this and one was final, uh, better. L- lasting impressions on this gentleman? He just said it. Kamar said it all. Yeah. Okay, good. Fine. I thought, I, would, it, I thought he seemed he, like he had really good intentions if he sells for out, the future. If he sells out, I'll fucking lose my shit. Yeah. That'll be the last draw. Oh, that'll be the last yeah. draw. I'm if, going to the moon. If this guy, and it's so funny because <laughs> I, I didn't even know that Facebook owned Instagram. That's how out of touch I am. You did not no. find that through this episode. Through this episode. No, we boom. had talked we, about it before. I we done this, it four episodes ago. I, I don't like listen episode. to you guys. <laughs> I only listen to Rogan. <laughs> I appreciate the honesty. Of That's this. awesome. Finally, some All honesty right. on this fucking podcast. Next. <laughs> uh, what is it? Twelve forty nine. Yeah, Donnell Rawlings. Donnell Donnell color Rawlings. of the house. I'm rich, biatch. I love Donnell Rawlings. Uh, you know him well from before, dude. I was a Chappelle super fan. I first of all will start by saying I gave this a lot of thought. I think Dave Chappelle is hands down the best stand up comedian ever. Nope. Wow. For many reasons. First of all, longevity. Like, he's been doing it since he was 19. You could say, like, Eddie Murphy was on Saturday Night Live when he was 18. True. Chappelle was, like, in stand-up when he was 18, 19. And he's been at the top of his game ever since. Well, you just get better. He really has. And honestly, think about it. He got $100 million from Netflix. The Chappelle show was arguably, not arguably, was the best sketch comedy show ever by a fucking long shot. I couldn't imagine what it's like trying to be or thinking about being funny or working on being funny if I didn't have to worry about total bullshit in my life that takes up a lot of my life that I hate or, or don't want to have to deal with or think about at all. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, even then, Kamar, so Chappelle it, is so like... Well, no, he, no he's, he is the best, yeah. I think. That's oh, you agree? Yeah. Very difficult to argue. And he's still going. That's he's it. He's still hilarious. Yeah. and But it's like, to be afforded that, like, it's just... It's insane. He can only get better. Of course. Not, he doesn't. He does not 
care about being relevant or like he's look at that guy. He's not on Instagram or Twitter or anything. Nope. He just shows up, dude. He showed up in a fucking park in a park in like Cleveland and just did like an hour and a half with a mic. And I'm I'm sure Donnell Rawlings shits on him all the time. I don't think. Oh yeah, like when yeah, yeah. (laughs) with the boys. You you know what I mean? They're good friends. But that's why I loved this episode because I was like, we're gonna get a lot of good insight into like, and we I thought we got some, not as much as maybe I wanted, but there was some good Chappelle show insight in this one for sure. I really fucking thought it was so funny how he was like. My boys thought, like, there was a number you could just call to get on the wire. <laughs> I thought that was fucking amazing. Did, did you remember him on the wire? Yeah, of course. I don't. He was... Uh, it's been a while. He got he got pulled over in the Escalade with, like, a shit ton of cash. And he talks about the scene he was in. I think the very first scene he's in is where he's in... Uh, they're at, like, uh, some rich um, politician's house. And he's in the kitchen with all the other help. And one of the cops, Daniels, the super bald, like ripped African looking dude. He's in the kitchen watching the game with all the help. So this guy thinks he's part of the help. And he's like casing the joint out. And then the guy shows him his badge. But that was the first Donnell. I remember being like, he, sorry, he was the driver for shit. Clay Davis. Oh, and then he ends up having to do the delivery for, sorry, you said all this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I didn't say Clay Davis because I. Well, that's how he'll know yeah, him. Yeah, that's that was way like, yeah. easier. Yeah. I don't remember him, but I mean, I, I, I'm not saying he's lying. Oh, about being he, in it. Kamari, you're forgetting too. He had a very small part. Like, yeah, no, no, it, it wasn't huge, episodes. and he but wasn't I mean, being comical. But enough, not at all. dramatic. Enough all. for me to remember. You know what I mean? Like I, I didn't have to look it up. I knew exactly who he was when you were watching The Wire the first time around. No, I'm saying when I listened to this episode. Oh, you knew who he was in the show. In the show, yeah. And I don't know him. You know what I mean? I just Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. looked at him on the episode and said, oh, that's... No, he he had stories for days and was going hard in the paint, man. Well, Well, I just loved, too, when he was like, I knew after the first episode. Because I remember watching that first episode of Chappelle's show with Clayton Bigsby, the the black white supremacist. I remember being like, this is some next level shit like this is gonna be and i remember like i was probably like 18 or 19 but so I, controversial oh dude i was like they're gonna get canceled like this is the first and last episode of this show because they're never putting this back on and Chappelle said it too i think the next episode he came on he goes well we didn't get canceled because like it was just so unbelievable that was another cool thing about the Chappelle show uh, that, that he would come out and talk yeah. Before the sketches, like really own it, not like yeah. write and then hide behind. That, like, oh, it didn't work this week. Like, dude, that show was incredible. It was it incredible. Was, and keep in mind Chappelle, too, Chappelle show. Season one Chappelle was show. season one was incredible, but once they really got Charlie Murphy and those true Hollywood stories, like, and I can't believe there was an executive that didn't find that funny. Like that's what he was saying that there was an executive that was like, we didn't find Charlie Murphy that funny. That is unreal. Because those true Hollywood stories, I played one for Simon that didn't get aired, where he's talking about buying hot dogs on the street. It's he is so fucking funny. The the Rick James one and the um, well, it's Prince and Rick Prince, James. Prince, those are yeah. the two that got aired. Yeah, are so fucking funny. Amazing, they're incredible. Yeah, and he we all the stories about it. Yeah. But Charlie Murphy is so funny because you can so imagine that being him. Oh, 100%. <laughs> right? Like, that's what makes He's it so He's acting like funny. Charlie Murphy. Yeah, laughs. how you would think yeah. Charlie Murphy would act. He nailed yeah. it. Dude, when he yeah, he nailed that role. Like. When he spin kicks Rick James, <laughs> and he's like, he like flies, wah, 
Ah, he flies back into the mirror. But the then best is when he he's like, toss him out of the house. No, it's the best though when he yeah when he uh, when he comes in with the and he puts his boots on the couch. But it's the best line ever is when he's like, he would just cross the line habitually. He was a habitual line stepper, dude. That is that's forever etched in my brain. Because he like, puts the his feet up on the couch. Yeah, he came in with muddy boots. Yeah, and then the Rick James being He's got like, a million couches. Yeah. Why'd you put your feet on his couch? Because that motherfucker was rich. He could buy another couch. That's what he said. But the best so too is good. when they're interviewing Rick James, and he's like, "Why would I go and do something like?" put my feet up on the man's couch it's senseless ain't nobody gonna put their feet up on the man's couch yeah i remember putting my feet up on the man's couch it's not even two seconds it's not even three seconds later um, yeah yeah so what they do talk about in this episode which finally we can talk about is this fucking guy from empire oh my juicy God. whatever i saw that you guys kamar tried to turn our bowling fucking uh thread into this yeah. political thing Jared was, had to put a stop to it was right so away funny. no no someone else Dan it was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it was through the first stone <laughs> everyone else ignored it though Kamar good yeah, yeah. I'm ashamed Anyways, of there. That, what is going on it's horrible like what is going on it's, it's made me feel away man because I remember when I heard about it I was like fuck people are really bad in the states like, dude what is so crazy is so the first time I heard about it was on the fighter and the kid and they were like, this seems fishy. But they're assholes. And they say that everything seems fishy. Like every story that comes across, some kid who is has been kidnapped. Oh, that seems fishy. So they say it on this one. And you're like, these fucking... Da-. But they were right. But no, They're I, like Nostra fucking Damas. But when I heard... Come it, on. Conspiracy theorist <laughs> is right one out of a hundred times, Simon. I'm just joking. When I heard, I was like, they... they Put a noose around his neck, beat him, and threw bleach on him. And the bleach really bothered me. I was like, wow, these are some bad people. But the more you think about it, like, that's insane. Yeah, like, that's way no, too do far. You know Nobody it, is that no, no. racist. You know what it said? That's what I was going to say. It's that, do you remember? They just beat you up. Do you remember Minority Report? Do you remember that movie Minority Report with yeah. Tom Cruise? Yeah. So there's a scene at the end where Colin Farrell's the cop, and he shows up at this hotel room, and he goes, this seems odd. And the guy goes, what's odd about it? And he goes, this is what you call an orgy of evidence. It's just like too much perfect stuff there. This seemed like that, like if you were writing a racist character, like Bill Burr talked about in one of his specials, like there's always that overly aggressive white guy, like the black shouldn't be in the pool. Like it seems like they, like he created, well, he, he could have left out the bleach. Like that's where, you, you know, no, what I the mean? noose. it was one too many. Yeah. No, two, too many. One stereotype Anything, too many. He's gay. The guys are white with mega hats on. So if they beat them, that's so, it. It's so a sorry. hate crime. And well, hold on. What was the whole Tupac ever, thing? Stop. He sorry. called himself the gay Tupac. Real quick. Real quick. When have you ever seen a group of MAGA hat wearers? Like three men. Now, I know we live in Canada. Unless they're little kids protesting I've never at seen an Indian rally. I've never even seen a photo of three white men in a row wearing MAGA hats. I don't. I, and the guy makes a really good point. Listen, if you're walking around wearing a MAGA hat, you are not beating people up. You're getting eggs thrown at you. You, you know what I mean? Like the most of the people on the street don't think that's cool. The second also, there's no footage, I knew it was fucking... If you saw a MAGA hat wearing white guy carrying a noose... That's fucking red flags all over the place nowadays. Yeah. And I, yeah. And I guess if, yeah, exactly, Kamar, if you just happen to get attacked during the seven seconds where there's no cameras, then that, that in itself is suspect. But this because guy. Because there are so many cameras, right? Yeah. And you just happen to be, like, that's a huge coincidence. And he showed back up at the 
hotel with the noose still around his neck holding a subway and, sandwich. And they found the guys that he coordinated. Like, they still figured it out with the cameras. So they, they just would have been footage. They were going to write him off his show. No. Nope. Yeah, that's what they They were say they, they didn't. They say he wanted a raise. Oh, so really? he's trying to increase yeah, he his was trying to leverage profile his... as a character. Oh my god! But here's the deal: um, he went on Good Morning America <laughs> and, and, and and denied and des- it. No, didn't deny. Described it, implied. No, it but for- I mean, even after it came out that he had made it all up, he's still denying it. Oh, he's pleading not guilty. Yeah. Which? Oh, by the way, the other thing goes insanity. Someone, I'm just so crazy. Look at me. He'll probably. You know what? It's insanity because of the internet. Of course, it's insanity. Yeah. But it's it's it can't be made fun of. It's a serious crime. Because someone brought up a really good point. He also like when they brought him into the police station, they were like, "We have two suspects in custody," and he was like, "Yeah, that's them." And it like so he was ready to yeah, fucking to throw somebody he under was the ready bus. to yeah. truly. I, I think I think. But that wait was a from second. Dylan, wait a second. Uh, what do you mean? Fuck you. Of course we can make fun of this. Well, no, I if saw we it, can't make fun of this, what the fuck can we make fun of? I saw it on the Daily Show, and they did a full skit, the reenactment of it. Yeah, and it's like this is really a heinous crime. Like, it's only a heinous crime because he made it all up. So the crime is him lying to everybody and making black people or gay people look like they could do this. Like it's it, it's a, I think it's a bigger crime. Personally, okay, but I the idea that this guy isn't going to like this is. It just sucks. I think it'll become a punchline. It's, it's insane. It sucks because, but the severity of the crime has got to be like. Fucking, but it's not like nobody died. Nobody like uh, you know what I mean. The the severity is really. I wonder. This guy can't work anymore in Hollywood. His you know what I mean. It's over. From Joe said it. He's like he's gonna kill himself. Yeah. Well, that, that was. What, and he said that pre Brody. Like all the people that he made get upset. About the hate that they're fighting against, like and just all the amount of people that went to the vote for him was like, no, like this is horrible. Like all just generating that is now that's a bad thing to do in society. It's and, selfish. And I thought, Fuck. I thought he had done all of this because he was anti-Trump. So this was his way of like condemning the MAGA hat. But it it was just so he could make more money, apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, according to TMZ and you guys. Yeah, and he's cool. pleading not guilty. So. There's going to be an explanation of well, not guilty to what? I don't this even is know going what to be. The a, they're going to. It's going to be a crazy um, made-for-TV movie, anyways. But there's got to be. He a, can play himself, maybe. He's going to get like. There's got to be what it like. Do not do this again. No, this nobody is, is ever doing this again. Oh, I'm sure it'll be done again. I, I have no faith in people. The real problem is that it's been done before and got away with. Probably heinous shit like this actually does happen, and now it's going to take. Now for the next fucking year, everyone's going to be like, "Well, maybe they're making it up." Exactly. That's another thing he's done. And look what you said. What if two guys went to jail for 15 years? That's that's my that's problem. Like saying, no, no. That is. I'm just saying nothing that, did we're, happen. We're on the precipice of that. That was a but Simon. To say thing. nothing did happen. He was he was fully willing to throw two innocent people under the bus. It's such a, a weird crime. Well, I'm not saying he shouldn't go to jail. I'm not saying he shouldn't be punished. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. So it's that's victi- where I, it's like, like technically a victimless crime. Even me as a comedian. I, like, I'm just I, I'm just, just saying, just whoa, like, you know, he I'm not saying he, he can't go to jail for 30 years. Oh, I think you know he, I think he might. I think no, that would be crazy. That doesn't fit that crime at all. Yeah, I agree with Simon. You're Come fucking on. nuts. 30 years in jail. I guess not. You're going to give him the same uh, as Smart. a murderer? People actually you know kill I mean? people in yeah. seven years. <laughs> no, yeah, no, sorry. Much less than I don't that. know anything about the correction system. Let's say, what would you, what would the guys get for beating him? 
you're saying that he should get the if, same. Probably a, a couple of years. If two white maybe. guys beat him and put a noose on him. Well, that's okay. Well, we're the talking noose about, is like no, no, a no, whole no, other we're, thing. We're going to hypothetical. So you're going on the heaviest sort of hate crime. They assault. don't kill him. They don't kill him. Because they're going to throw. If Listen, if it's two white guys that do actually what, what this guy said went on. They're gonna throw the book at them. So what would sure. they get? Let's just throw a number out there. 15, I don't know. None of us years. are in. So that's what uh, he should get. I don't think he should get 15 years. That's insane. Come I on. think yeah, it's no, a message no. to everyone. Like they don't even give rapists 15 years. What kind of message are you they talking about? They don't give about? most murderers 15 years. Well, whatever these guys would get. <laughs> the hypothetical <laughs> word. You're getting mad, man. Well, okay. I just I think I hope he gets six months and a job at a grocery store. You know store when? I, you know when I got mad. And I never get mad at Joe. Mm-hmm. But what the fuck? Now he's having conversations with Mel Gibson on the phone, and Mel Gibson is a nice guy. He's a fucking anti Semite. I knew. Like a, oh, a I proven knew fucking anti Semite. Like, Joe, if you're listening, on, which you're obviously he's a racist. not. A racist, an anti Semite, a Holocaust denier. Whoa. Like, this is not a good guy. His dad is not a good guy. Like, hold on. Just There's, enough. Hold on, hold on. Enough. There's no fucking way his dad could be a good guy just because he's had an extra 10 years tacked on his life with stem cells great he raids that that's what i'm saying he's a holocaust denier he's a horrible guy dude i bet his dad goes to the like to celebrate the Holocaust, and now he has like 20 more years to go piss on the museum you know No, but all I'm saying is fine. He had him on the podcast because they wanted to talk about the um, the doctor. That's great. But like Joe shouldn't be friends with this guy. Joe is all about hanging out with quality people. And this guy is a horrible dude. Like a horrible dude. Track record on this guy. You know, Joe's always very cordial. Yes, I know. But he's having conversations with him. What's going on? If Mel Gibson wanted to fly me out to Ireland for a party, I'd have to say no. You would have to say no. Wow. You would say yes? I don't know. What do you, I'm going to die. Like The world's going to shit in six years. <laughs> Fuck it. Well, if you want to come up to my uh, sanctuary, say no. I would have to make the decision at the time. Like I, I don't know, man. Is there a private jet to probably, this island? Probably. Yeah. The, no, no, no. I'm asking. The f- in your hypothetical. I'd go to dinner a, with Mel Gibson. In, in the, your hypothetical. Like, Kamar, in your hypothetical, is there a private jet? Yeah. So you get flown on a private jet to an island. Yeah. And are there other people, or is it just you and Mel? <laughs> making a movie. <laughs> but not the kind of movie, movie I wanted to make. I don't know. Well, I, it's a hypothetical, but now I realize I could dial it way down. And if it just, he asked me for dinner, I would sit like at dinner with Mel Gibson. He was a piece of shit. Like, I don't know. I can't do this because you're a piece of shit. I would say no to dinner, at least. <laughs> I can say that for sure. Anyways, listen. I wonder. Um, bringing it back to uh, Donnell. Donnell Rollins. Oh, yeah, we should uh, talk about that's it. That's a, a great uh, opening gig he had. Um, opening gig. A great gig he had opening for the Chappelle show. He was the warm up man for yeah. the Chappelle show. Oh, that, he's a stand up. He's a stand up. Oh, no, no. But that, especially, that crowd must have been amazing. You know what I mean? Like. You're going out there to warm them up for the best show, like well, like know, he said too. They he, he got a mic for almost for every sketch but one. They gave him a mic, so and he also had multi like Ashy Larry is for anyone of my generation. Ashy Larry is like a a part of Chappelle show. That's like a well known fucking character. And the I'm rich bitch like that was the they ended every show with Donnell Rawlings yelling I'm rich bitch. That's Danielle Rawlings. 
Yes. So whatever. That's all we had to say. We, he's, I mean, you said at the beginning, but we said 1249, Daniel Rawlings. He's the guy said, a rich biatch. Yeah, I, I yelled it at the 1250. <laughs> we just moved Well, no, on. you have to hear the podcast of the guy that said that. Like, it, it ties everything together. I didn't even realize it. I yeah. just thought they all said it in the show all the time. No, it was Donnell Rawlings. That was him. Motherfucking Donnell Rawlings. So see, you learned something too. I just, I, I am. Uh, oh, he had stories for days. Of yeah. I, I don't want to get bogged down on this, but he agrees with the reusing old comedy. Not into it. I've got it. You don't know how hard it is, man. Like, no, and also, I listen, after watching Gilbert Gottfried, I, it doesn't matter. Who cares? Whatever works for you. If you can do it, you can do it. For you as a, a finer connoisseur, your standard of what the, the guy, like it's, that's tough, man. That's tough. Oh, to, to, to turn over material, you definitely can't have to worry about where money is coming from versus just keep working with material. I, oh, I, sorry. I'm talking about for the big guys, man. Yeah. I don't, if you're a, if you're a up and comer, you, you do what you got to do. Well, whatever. Simon, no big guy reuses anything on a special. You're never, ever, ever going to see that. Like if that's what you're talking about. That is absolutely untrue. But guys are talking about what do you Bob. Mean that's untrue. Bobby Lee's done the same set for 20 years. Simon, name one Netflix special where someone's done the same joke in a second or third Netflix special. Ever. Oh, no. Sorry. I don't mean like that. No, you're talking about you went and saw Jim Gaffigan. You don't want to say the name. And he did all these jokes that you fucking... There were no new jokes. It was just the exact same set. It was the exact... And how long apart? Well, this was like last year. This was (laughs) two years ago. Listen, I'm like I was a fan of the guy. You know what I mean? The, the, a, a total fan. Oh no, I could only imagine the same going to see the same thing and going there. And <sighs> I literally didn't. I didn't laugh there because I knew every punchline. Like it, it just. What the fuck was I doing there? I have that fear. Every Do you time know how much that show cost? Let me ask you this: sixty dollars. No more than. Oh that. well. Let me ask you this: If tomorrow you saw uh, that Eddie Murphy was going to perform Raw here in Ottawa in its entirety, would you go? It's a different conversation, but Just yeah, I would because it's Eddie Murphy and I would never get to see him again. Fair enough. Yeah, I'd go. If Joe said, if Joe was coming to Ottawa and he was doing the show that I just saw in Toronto, I wouldn't pay to go see it. I love Joe, but I don't need to see the same show twice or even better than that. If Joe was coming to town with a new show, but it was all bits that he had already done in past previous performances or on special, I wouldn't be interested, man. I'd just be like, listen, I love you, but I'm better off staying at home. Because your memory holds on to the joke. But I would argue I wouldn't even go see uh, a comedian in a big theater. Well, that was really weird. I don't enjoy that. It was 15,000 or whatever I did not enjoy that at all as an audience member. But I didn't. Sorry, I started this with, I don't want to get bogged down with this. Yeah, uh, and we got bogged down. Yeah, we got bogged down. Was um, there anything else for Donnell? Because well, we should the, move on. The Bernie Mac story is hilarious. That's the best story ever. And then ever. he plays that clip Bernie of Mac him saying, best. I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. Yeah. Nice kid, you motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was really good, though. The backstory to that was quite important. Bernie Mac was amazing. Bernie Mac was the Bernie fucking Mac. shit. Yeah, he um, was the best. He just had stories for days. He was amped up, though. He was trying to impress. We got a little bit of inside baseball into The Wire when he said, um, because I always assumed that The Wire was such a brilliant show that the reason they moved to the docks in the second episode. they moved because they had to. Because they had to. 
they had to adjust, which is fine by me too. It makes it really interesting. But like, I thought they moved to the docks because that was the next logical step. That was the you start at distribution, gonna, yeah. then you go to where it's coming into the city. And you know what I mean? And then they go back and blah blah blah. But no, they had to move because uh, they got too much blowback from Baltimore. Yeah, Donnell Rollins doesn't give a fuck. He'll talk about whatever he wants. And I can't believe that Joe hasn't watched it because it still is very watchable. The Wire. I yeah. cannot believe. Okay, I just rewatched it not long ago. It's, so it's better than anything that's on television yeah. now. It's so rewatchable. It is it's so unreal. good. Yeah, it's amazing. And all of those actors have gone on to like amazing yeah. other roles. And I would like to go look back at. Oh yeah, that person was in that. Amazing. And they're all Brits, which is crazy yeah, too. Of like Game Brits, of Thrones, yeah. all those people are starting to <clears throat> go up in the next hemisphere. Um. So Jamie really shined in this episode joe has to go to the bathroom and it's just jamie and dinah and he's asking him questions and it was like the jamie show for like i don't know he three and a half he, minutes he step in there but uh, it was the jamie experience it, the it, jamie it, vernon experience listen he was really good like usually it doesn't go like that well jamie's on black twitter I think, jamie was a fan of the Chappelle show 100 percent. but i think Danielle rawlings if he had just given a second could have just started talking the whole time the the weird part was when he went and got the weed box and then and they got up and, get, and they're both off and then Jamie's like uh so uh the guy Jamie's just saying, dude yeah, that was my mic. favorite part where because then Joe comes back he's like oh yeah sorry I forgot I wasn't on mic and then Donnell stays you hear him in the background going oh my god this is so rad oh I love it because that would be me right well, I would be yeah. at that box and then Joe's like yeah take whatever you want and he's like I'll get you a plastic bag he's like yeah I'll get a plastic bag and then he brings everything back. <laughs> Back to the table, like dude. Daniel he Rollins he was, was so off. stoked to be there to get all that oh. for free. Like, well, this is what I'm saying. When a comedian gets on it now, for the first, they're like, well, this makes their career. This, I mean, look, this he, he, wants he to do. he's already he's big, on his way. But I'm just saying, like, this is the bump that. No, they but you're need. forgetting too. Listen, he's he's obviously an established stand-up comedian. But I'm telling you from my last job, and I won't mention. I'm obviously not going to mention their name. But, like, I made Chappelle references all the time. Um, like, there was something at this place called The Darkness. So I was like... The Darkness. 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 Yeah, and I would always... And young... Like, kids that I assumed would get the reference, like, that were in their 20s, didn't get it. So it's safe to assume that young people don't have any fucking clue who Donnell Rollins is. So it's still very good for him to be on, uh, on Rogan. Oh, yeah. He's killing it too. I mean, I follow him on his Instagram. He's he, like he's an old guy who's into memes and stuff. So it's not like technology is like a young person's game. No, you know no, what no, I mean? no. Like this, what I found on it. what I found really funny in this episode though was so we know because we listen to every show that Joe offers to help everybody start a podcast. He he advises everybody to start a podcast and then he says that he'll help them. He, no, he says he, and and I'll give you some help. He's, he's but, on that. But Donnell Donnell was just like. I think right away when Joe said that, he was like, yeah, I'm going to do it in your studio and Jamie's going to be my producer. Yeah, I'll be here. And yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think he thought for a second that that was the help he was getting. There was <laughs> also two that. things I liked. I was like, but I assume, Joe is really going to help him. Oh, yeah, of course. But there's two things I assumed. I was like, I assume Donnell has a little bit of money. But when Joe was like, yeah, you can start a podcast. Like, I recorded a few on my iPhone. He was like, oh, shit, I could just record them on my iPhone. And they might just be iPhones. Yeah, and he was yeah. like, oh, sweet. I was like, Dude, you've got a little bit of money. And wait, how and then, does, wait, hold on. Even worse is then Donnell goes, uh, 
I got a Zoom. And I was like, that's what we record this fucking thing on. Like, you he's already, already, have, he's already yeah, there. Yeah, you're already there. But I mean, really, though, how do you not have one friend in your whole crew who's like a little bit savvy in audio or something? You know what I mean? Because you're... He, He's 50 set. years old and he's been on the road. He Listen. also said, Simon, he's like, my friends would call me to get the number for the wire. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't think these are internet savvy people, dude. But <laughs> he's internet savvy. No he's on the gram. Like, he's got a Zoom recorder. Can you give me the number for the wire? <laughs> and even when Joe said you should start a podcast, like, yeah, I, I, some people tell me shit. Like, like he, was, he was on it. Do you think he would have a good podcast? Probably. Well, I don't depending know. Depending on who we had on or what Well, the no, it depends was. on the format. Well, like, yeah. it really. If he just does a day with Donnell, it might be too much. I I think that. I mean, we were talking about that earlier, but I don't know who that works for besides Bill. I, I think. Hold on. I bet he could just tell stories from back in the day. He would need would somebody with him there, though. No, like but a, he. Another he, person. He to had a lot of off. interesting political insight, like uh, Kanye, Trump, and all that stuff. I think he could talk about uh, current events with more of a straight man. Yeah, like just him and a person just was going on this week sort of. You know what, man? He's close thing. enough with Chappelle that who knows if he could convince Chappelle to do a fucking because that podcast would immediately be the most popular podcast in the world. Yeah, Anything guess. with Chappelle with it, yeah. Overnight, episode one would be top of the list for well, how Joe, long. Like, Joe seemed to think him on his own would be number one. But I'm no listen. I, the, do, that, I don't. The agree first with episode that. he would probably nice. uh, g it up. But I'm telling you, if Chappelle tomorrow was like, I'm going to do a weekly podcast oh, with Donnell yeah, Rawlings. Yeah, yeah, I got you. It, it's immediately shoots <laughs> to number one and stays there. I don't see it being anything else. And I know I say that as a fan, but I just, I think there's so much, uh, there's still such a high demand for Dave Chappelle that like, I'm telling you, when I was in LA last year, like the door guy at the comedy store was like, like telling everyone that walked in, he was like, oh yeah, Chappelle was here this week. Like, Everyone around comedy still gets fucking amped when that dude walks in. When Louis C.K. would be anything. a pretty big podcast too. Probably, yeah. But right now, work. I mean, to be just shrouded in Harvey Weinstein. No, Jesus. Um, it was, I thought it was great when he's like, uh, yeah, because they were when they were weeding out there for a second, and he was like, Joe's like, who who smokes. Who smokes bad weed now? You know, there's so much weed around. Why would you smoke bad weed? And then he's like, who sells bad weed now? And then I was thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, who would like, how could you feel good about yourself? You know, your job is a drug dealer. How could you feel good about yourself now selling shitty weed? Cause you got it for really cheap. Yeah. But we also know that like, I don't know. There's a market for people that don't want like, yeah, that's true. Weed, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. That's true. That's true. You know, some people yeah, want like, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. But I agree. I mean, if you have the means to buy the best of the best, I just always, you're buying the I worst. just always thought, you know, no matter what your job is, you would want to do that job well. That well, that's if the if, 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 that I, would, if, if everyone I, adhered to that, the world would be perfect. If I made Subway sandwiches, I would make a fucking awesome sandwich. Yeah, or you and chintz on the vegetables. I wouldn't fucking dump half the bottle of mayo on, and when I that's say a worst. little bit of mustard, there are, you know. Yo, crazy story. put a little bit of mustard on. When Mary and I lived in Vancouver, there was a subway like a half block down from our apartment. And the Asian woman that made sandwiches there, the subway artist, she had narcolepsy. And multiple times she fell asleep making my sandwich. Like right into the meat? Standing up. Not like like, like toppled over. She didn't fall over. Yeah. But just like like I'd be like, yeah, lettuce. And she'd put lettuce on. And then like you, she just would be out. Standing there. That's a great excuse. And then she wake up and you guys resume? 
dude she just come to and then be like what else like tomato (laughs) dude it was it was fucked interesting that was just a little side note i started thinking too uh during this episode so joe goes to the comedy store you know and i imagine that he's always approached by like different comedians and are they all like constantly having to like act different because they want to get on the show I doubt it. Do you know no. what do you know what I'm saying though? There's uh they drive in and there's a separate entrance that he can walk in and not see anybody. No, he sees comedians. And there's uh, to the back room and there's only comics that he knows back there. Like he doesn't he, there's a section that comics even LA well, can't ev- go past. Even comics that he knows, not everyone has been on the podcast. There are still people, I'm sure, who I don't think that there's that Well, many. we get them all the time. Like Tim Dillon is an example. But he's not a comedy I mean? store regular. He's not, a, he's not a paid regular at the comedy store. I'm saying he only hangs out with paid regulars at the comedy store. There's like Kirk Fox probably hasn't been on. Has he had D- Dean Del Rey? Kirk Fox is fucking hilarious. He's hilarious. But <laughs> Dean Del Rey has been on, hasn't he? I think Dean Del But Rey I'm just saying like all the paid regulars at the comedy store besides Brian Holtzman. So you don't, yeah, you don't think anybody's uh, sucking up to him to oh, try it'd and- Oh, be too uh, obvious. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It'd be too obvious. That's really Brian Redband. Imagine when Redband was on the show, like all the people he was. He like, must have gotten so much pussy. And people trying to get on the show and stuff or whatever. But I, I, I don't think Joe has to be around that many people that would consider acting a way uh, to try to get on the show. All right, we got to move on. I'm ready. I'm ready. Donna Rollins was amazing. So rate it. Oh, five. Rate it. Yep. Five. Five. Four, just because he, he got a little crazy. There, I give it a four and a half. I thought it had some great moments. When he was looking at that weed box, that was like enough to endear me. You know what? I changed my mind. Five. I just laughed. Like, like It was uh, hilarious. I laughed throughout no. this podcast. 4.5. It was a great podcast. I loved Donnell Rawlings. I loved the Chappelle show. I, I would Now that I think about it, how the fuck has Chappelle not been on Rogan? Now that I'm thinking about it, that would be... How you know what? That's like I would w- way rather him than fucking Kanye. Give me Chappelle. I would rather Chappelle a thousand than, times at this point. I would rather now. Like, uh, how's this never even dawned on? I don't me? How want is Dave Kanye. Chappelle. Yeah, no, that's great. Let's start a petition, man. He should one hundred hashtag be. Chappelle on Rogan. Dude, they could talk comedy for fucking days. They could talk like everything, like Kamar wants, like all. Dude, the- they're buddies. Like it would be great. Oh. Fuck, man. How has he not been on the podcast? Kamar, you going to take care of this? No, I'm going to be on the Instagram. Hashtag, I'm starting this fucking uh, Get Chappelle on. This is our, this is our movement. Yeah. I wonder. I would, I just Get wonder, in touch with Jamie. Uh, I mean, sh- I wonder why not. Does he do any podcast, Chappelle? No, I don't think no, so. No, I think I've that's why you, I think that's why Matt was alluding whatever podcast he on would Yeah, I think, him. yeah, like if he came on this one, we would automatically be number one. No, I wouldn't have him on this show. Fuck you. doesn't fit the chemistry. Um... Yeah, okay, so uh, okay, did well, we rate it? Yeah, yeah, we all gave it. Dude, yeah. final, five, five, four. Final impressions no, on Donnell. I went back to it because I have to leave something for greatness. Yeah, you know? I get you. For Dave um, Chappelle. For Dave Chappelle, exactly. <laughs> um, Kamar, final impressions on him? Uh, I love Donnell Rawlings. He just felt a little thirsty at the end there, was going strong in the paint. Thirsty for the podcast? Just for showing up and uh, yeah. a good outing. I just outing. feel like that's his personality. Yeah. I feel like he's like an amped dude. I feel oh, like he, no, he's got to be cool sometimes. I, I feel like in general, he was just amped to be there. And yeah. like I would be amped to be there, and yeah. I get it. Totally. So. I, I agree with Matt. I think he was amped to be there. And when Don't he, think it's a bad thing. When he, um, I really think that he was like thinking that 
he was going to be doing the podcast at that studio. And to me, that was so adorable. Like, Joe, I'll just partition off a little area in the back over Not there. even. Like, when are you done on Tuesday? Because I'm going to roll in yeah, right yeah. after that. And then we'll sauna together? Yeah. All right. Anyways, so we'll right. move on. Yeah, 12.50. Great episode. Is it 12.50? I yeah. can't see. Johan Harry. Yeah, Johan Harry. So both Matt and I took a quick glance at this and thought it was... Uh, you've all Noah Harari. Yeah. Who I do hope he has on. Yeah. I would love that. But yeah, no. And then I found out who this really was. Had you heard him before? Well, obviously you heard him the first time. I'm going to say two things before we jump into this. Do it. I could never rate this episode of five as good as it was just on the fact that this episode. Yeah. Just on the fact that he said my book, uh, limited connections, probably 700 times. Okay. Because I actually took account of the amount of times he said literally. Oh, he said literally. I wanted to like. (laughs) No, like, look, I literally have a count. I believe you. The amount of times he said literally, I don't know, 12 or something. So you lost count. (laughs) I stopped doing it at Um, the end. And then the second thing I'll say, oh, what was I going to say about this guy? Fuck. It'll come back to me. Whatever. Sorry, Matt. No, no. I thought it it was a really good uh, podcast and interesting guy, but I thought it was. At the very beginning, he goes into the rat story, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure he says this is an easy experiment you could try at home, yeah, yeah. The, which means you need rats. The rat paradise? Yeah. Heroin. Heroin. Water. Yeah. So rats, <laughs> readily available. But he says it's Heroin, a, readily a, available. A really easy experiment you could yeah. try at home, yeah. but yeah. You, you need all these things. Like, that doesn't sound that easy. No, it's not like, at all. As long as it's true. That's Maybe the, for the Brits, powerful. that's uh, something they do all the time. So you remember, Matt? That's what I was going to say. Um, I'd, I'd have to go back and listen and count, but I bet this episode has the lowest words per minute from Joe or words period. <sighs> yeah. It wasn't a conversation. It Joe, was, Joe spoke very little in because this, podcast. this guy goes off like, and talks so fast and doesn't stop talking. But you can, the second he starts talking, describing something, you can tell it's going to go three more minutes. Like there's no way he can wrap this up in 30 seconds. Well, just also like, Fuck! This was, he's a writer. Dark. This one was dark. He's a writer. I mean, he's painting one, pictures. This one was dark. The whole Billy Holiday was it. Billy Holiday. Yeah, yeah, that got really dark. Holy, it fuck, was. That it was dark. It was very dark. The woman that lost her family that that searched for the killer of her daughter all over Mexico. Sweet Jesus, yeah. that was fucking. So dark too. eight years that he's been writing that this book. Okay, that's the the amount of research he put into this. Just to contrast a little bit to last week <laughs> and the fucking six weeks that the guy researched the fucking pot epidemic. And they cut right? and paste all the the good stuff. If you just, just yeah. throwing that out there. I mean, if if you were, ev- which is interesting, because this guy actually calls that guy out at one point in this episode. Well, you could. That's why I was going to say. I guess my third point would be. I don't think this guy's ever listened to to the Joe Rogan experience because there's a bunch of stuff he says where I was like. I was like, uh, buddy, do you know who you're talking to here? Dude, there is one point. What does where- he go? He, dude, he's talking about weed and he goes, yeah, there's another ingredient in marijuana, CBD. And I was like, what the fuck is this guy on? Oh, like, no. if, if you don't <laughs> listen, just, if you've never respond. listened to before, you shouldn't come on the show. Yeah, I was like, Especially if this is the second time like, you've been on. I'm sure he's in a recite mode. It was all. No, yeah. Matt, I heard you about, are absolutely correct. Uh, I have it written down. When we get there in my notes, I'll let you know. It's, it was. It's. It, 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 but I mean, what's the bottom line here? Is like it's legalized all drugs. Fucking prohibition f- just fails. Okay, I got to give this guy credit because he says the cutest thing ever. He's like, well, you know, North America, um, we gave it a go, right? 
100 years, fair crack. Like, dude, I was like, 100 years? I was like, normally we would give up after 10 or 15. Uh, like, well, the war on drugs is a special war. Fuck. I just couldn't. I thought that was so fucking. It, it is a special war. Like, and, and the fact that the different states in the u.s have different um ways of deal you know what i mean there's no uh this is how you deal with the, this criminal and the right so like wh- what state was it where they were they um try and embarrass people into not doing the crime again arizona it's uh, uh, sheriff it arizona uh, Judge, sheriff yeah. made the women walk yeah yeah like i mean come on that can't who why why would you think that that would be the best way to dissuade somebody because the war on drugs is racism it's so backwards but it, but it came from a completely racist person mm-hmm. he, oh that guy like, sounded it should be like, shut down culture on the dr- drug of war like okay it's, back to the dude with the noose and the subway he that guy that the the uh prohibition guy he sounded like the kind of guy that would throw bleach and, noose and more someone. oh for sure yeah who started this war on drugs. Yeah. His view of mm-hmm. human beings were this and his view of drugs were that. So the whole thing has to be shut down, shut down culture, yeah. take down the statue. Like it's, it, it is so obvious just with alcohol Pro- prohibition versus yeah, yeah. Uh, like, mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? He's the one who talks about, there was a time they were just, <laughs> everyone was drinking gin. You know what I mean? Yeah, whatever that... Uh, the gin craze. The gin the craze, craze, yeah. yeah. That was a little bit around. I, I did think it was really eye-opening where when he's like the... Uh, sorry, you see how I'm trying to find new ways of saying... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> interesting. I find it interesting. Yeah. The opposite of addiction is not uh, sobriety, it's connections. That is... Uh, I mean, that just goes to your point, right? Like, they are looking at this the whole wrong way. Yeah. And and social media can't help at it at all. Well, and it's crazy. Even though even though it's connections, you, you know what I mean. It's still that's the. It's just the cycle. I could totally see it of doing heroin. Like you do it, that feels great. And then the next day you, you you miss a day of work. Then you lose your job. You know what I mean? No, but it was more than that. They were talking about the reasons, like why you get on heroin and the like, why you would try it in the first place because you're lacking. Because you're depressed. Yeah, it's all you don't the, have but depression. the reason why you stay on it is because you keep fucking up because you got nothing to. You know what I mean? Whereas if you get heroin and you're able to handle your stuff, but the go to whole, work, whatever. The whole point you get of off that it. rat experiment is just everything. Better if you you. Were in a, if you loved where you what you were doing, then you would take the heroin. It would be fun, but you wouldn't do it again the next day because you wouldn't need it. You keep doing it because There's you're in a position that's shitty. Yeah. So yeah, we gotta take away social media. I mean, again, <laughs> it's just crazy to think that like. We have many examples of, of, uh, of it working, of them decriminalizing drugs and having insanely positive outcomes. Yet we still are banging our head against the wall over here and locking people up ad nauseum. Not like, here, down there. Well, here too, man. Yeah, Come on, yeah. Don't fucking bury your head yeah, in the yeah, sand. Yeah, like, I know, I it's know. maybe not as bad. Like obviously, I you know they and drop. That's the in- just weed. Yeah, and they were talking about the incarceration rates too, and like it's crazy. And like I said to kind of start this episode off, like I never even thought about. We were talking about universal basic income. Like, how is there a fucking a prison guard union? And that's why it shouldn't be. How are prisons private? Well, that's it. That should never be. If the prisons weren't private, there would be no union. Well, no, and the fact that they have a lobbying group that can then push through is even crazier. It's like the that's fucked. Yeah, and then and these are the jobs we're trying to save too. Like. Dude, I would be happy if we found out tomorrow 
that prison guards got cut in half. Not because people would lose jobs, but because it meant that the prison population is low enough that we don't have a fucking problem. Like, it, I don't know. I might be crazy, but I think Trump is working on fixing that. How are prisons... You no, are crazy. But how are prisons private? Like, that... On what level does Capitalism? that make sense? Doesn't. I'm against them too, man. It doesn't make any sense. There is no... they. The privacy doesn't make the privacy. It doesn't make the prisons better for the prisoners. It makes it if, worse. If they legalize drugs, prisons would become obsolete. I mean, all those people in there, if they had to be stuck, who didn't get pardons would rot away. But it's the problem is prohibition to everything. Like, Well, and he gives I'm examples sure. too. I'm like sure. He's talking about that cop that like, I love this example too. Like if we catch, if we, if we notice that we have a bunch of rapes in the neighborhood and we go, we set up a task force and we catch a bunch of rapists, you know, you can see a significant drop in rapes. Same thing. Like if we see a rash of burglaries, we go out and we stop people who are committing burglaries. But when you stop drug dealers, there's an endless supply of drug dealers and they're always going to be another drug dealer on the corner and you're not fighting anything. There's no, it's, it's like the Sisyphus. It's just an uphill battle. You're just pushing. You're a just making yourself feel better. If that, I mean, I don't see how. Like again, I mean, I know there's a lot of fucking crazy right wing people that are just like brainwashed into believing that like if drugs are legal, it's going to be absolute anarchy out there. But I just don't. I just don't see that being the case. It's well, not the. Um, they are making the anarchy. Yeah. The way they get people the off of heroin in Switzerland is a very uh, novel concept. Like, but it was, it, it worked. Like, I know, was, and the best is that the Swedish well, who would have thought compassion would help a person? The Swiss prime minister lives across the street no, from no, the no. Sex, Sorry, the center. It's the whole idea of um, <laughs> like I don't understand. People go into the 12-step program, let's say, mm -hmm. but then you can never touch alcohol again in your life. You know what I mean? You're, it is now your enemy, and you, there's never going to be a time where you can be a responsible drinker in any way. Yeah. And kind I don't agree with that. Yeah. And kind of what these guys are saying is, you know, we're going to let you figure... The drug is going to be legal, but you got to do it here. So we're not putting it back on the streets. It's all going to be done and you have to do it here, Yeah, but you can and do we'll it twice as, a day. And we'll give you, you as can much, do as, as, you much as you want, as long as it doesn't kill you. Yeah. And I mean, that's, and social programs, they find a job or that, find a house. That's right. Uh, but no, not only that, keep your job. So like it's UBI, it's UBI in the making. I, I just, you're absolutely right though. Like there is zero compassion in, in the, the way, way we're dealing with it right now. They, everyone's yeah. demonized. 100%. Everything about it is demonized from the start to the finish. Same right? with sex work. So, well, it's like they were talking about that guy in Vancouver that. And why would sex work not be legal? Yeah, that's ridiculous. Like make that Old, argument for profession me. profession in the world. No, but just, just for fun, make the argument against that. Because I don't know what it is. It's just the people making the argument that the violence is because of people doing drugs. The violence is because drugs are illegal. Of course. And create a market for violence. Of course. It's, look it, at Mexico. I mean, he spoke about it for probably an hour, but you don't have to look further than Mexico to understand how the illegal drug trade in North America has absolutely decimated uh, at least two countries in South America, if not all of them. Yeah. But I Colombia, agree. Colombia and Mexico, Mexico is fucking insane. If you talk to any reporter in the world, and ask them, what is the most dangerous place in the world for a reporter? They're not going to say Afghanistan. 
They're not going to say Iraq. They're not going to say Russia. The answer across the board is Mexico and Juarez in particular, which is fucked. Like you're talking the it's most on the border. dangerous. That's why you build a wall. Think about that. The most dangerous place in the world for a reporter is a stone's throw away from the U.S. border. We're not talking about the Middle East. But it's only because of drugs. And that's what I'm saying. Not to mention the amount of fucking dude. The body count over there is shocking. I don't. It, think... it puts war. It puts modern wars to shame. Yeah. Like what I'm talking. Like World War One, Two had and they have big body gun counts. Laws. Yeah. It just goes to show, man. Like if um, what did if, he say too? Sorry to cut you off. He said he said there was a guy in Mexico that was that legalized drugs, and the U.S. came in and sanctioned the shit out of them, and they had to unlegalize drugs, and it was making a big change. It's like, America that's got to legalize the drugs, though, because Mexico is just like the little no little pouch. But I, I could not find a human being in my life I think that could make a strong case to me why uh, drugs being illegal is a good thing. I, I don't think I could be convinced of that. No, I, I, I'm with you. Yeah. I, I don't know how it's... Like, I, I'm stupid because everyone else is, says the opposite, right? In conventional thinking with laws and stuff. Well, you're forgetting, too, where all that money goes. It all goes to terrorism in the long run. Like, all that money gets funneled to Mexico. Again, to the CIA. It ends up, well, yeah, no, but it all ends up... I'm telling you, it's all documented that all that money ends up in the fucking wrong Don't game. even get started about the heroin in uh, sure. Afghanistan. So... It's, but just another reason to legalize, right? Because then you take oh, all that tax dollar exactly and you just turn what we're it's just only reasons. To, There's only reasons. That's what I'm saying. I, I want the counter argument. But there, you can't do it because this would happen. But he also said it too. He's like, you're forgetting too that if heroin's legal, all of a sudden the U.S. can buy it for like pennies on the dollar, yeah, it's, 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 and they could give it away. Like the the only reason it doesn't work now, where we could give away heroin to everyone that wanted it, is because it has a street value. But the second it becomes yeah, once it's legal, once it's, it's legal, heroin becomes fucking yeah, yeah, super no, no, cheap. And, his, and that was his point: is then we could give it to anyone that wanted it, and we could yeah. figure out why they're on it and wean them off it. Just like weed got legalized here, and you're hard pressed to say something that's changed. But an interesting, an interesting, peculiar. He quotes some lady. Um, I don't even know. I, I don't think he even knew who it was. But it was just some woman who was saying, you know. Um, if it wasn't for heroin, I would have killed myself. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like there's just, uh, who are, who's anybody to say that what someone should do with their self. Yeah. If it's not, if it's not hurting, like again, Joe says it all the time, but if it's not hurting somebody else, well, what the, the fuck the, are we doing here? Like, yeah, but pro, so the I mean, morality the argument, of condoning argument, that action. I don't know. The argument now is that, well, you're a drug user. You probably have to rob someone to get money for your drugs. But again, but make it legal. I understand that. And That's again, point. even more the point, because the, then the argument Controlled. could be, well, your addiction is a drain on society, but, but it's not because it's all paying for itself. And you're going to like, come on, let's none of this has worked. No. Right, Wrong. so no, it, it, let's it, give it a shot, man. We only got like knock. we only got like three years left. <laughs> Little jazz, yeah. Give it a crack. Yeah, Six crack. years left. Three years left. Three years. You just so <laughs> you just moved yeah, the, the clock. By the end of this episode, it's gonna be like twenty five minutes. Yeah. I'm packing the car. But yeah, drugs. I'm for full legalization of all drugs. Um, that's well, again, the view. only way, the only way we're gonna help people who have drug problems is if we legalize them, and put stuff in place to help them and know more about them and all that it just yeah. it's just well that's what they're going to have to do with the ubi 
Here's some heroin until <laughs> the next check comes. Yeah. So Harry and Slinger was like the that's um, the dude we were talking about. Yeah, he was. He's the, the racist, the crazy racist. He's but the root he, of the war on drugs, right? So him and um, the hemp cord guy there. Oh, uh, sorry, my Randolph brain Hurst. always William, starts working. Randolph William Hurst, Randolph Hurst. Those two. Tag team. Well, he worked the for the Hearst. He worked why, for the yeah, Hearst I know, Corporation. I know, but the, those were really the two like driving forces behind, on two different levels, right? He was the money, and he yeah. was the implementer. That we are, we grew up as kids like drugs are bad. Drugs are bad. It could the have war been on drugs. It could have been different. That's where man. it all came from. It could have been different. So but we what's had to crazy wake up. Too is like that's like really the first. That's like maybe I'm wrong, but it seems to me to be the first example of like a major corporation shifting policy to boost their product you know what i mean like yeah. it, it really is the it was like the, the first birth, one yeah the birth of of the end yeah pretty much yeah of, of corporations of, having the of power three of, years left <laughs> yeah. every example just leads to the same conclusion too that it gives like it's sound everything's so, sound so a criminal you know they get robbed they can't go to the cops because they're a criminal. Exactly. Like the whole thing is right. That's the example they <laughs> yeah. give it, but it's, it's so true. They would exist. It's but so backwards, back to you like know, the murder mountain. Thing. I, right. You know, the whole like, well, who do we go to? We're pot dealers or pot growers. Yeah. Like, Got to deal with this ourselves. It, 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 it was, uh, well, but this Simon, you, sorry, Kamar, I cut you off. I'm just saying I've heard, I heard some of this before. So it was just like, he, he, it wasn't a conversation. It was him constantly talking about these really interesting topics and, 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 uh, Joe just being like, carry on. I still loved it. I loved it too. I, I thought it was interesting, even though I had heard him on Sam it, Harris. It just, podcast. It's the frustration that like, n- n- he's done Ted talks of this. Like this isn't like, so that was the worst part of this episode is that coming out of it. I was like, nothing's going to change. No one's listening to this. This isn't like, this guy, no, this being guy's heard. not a policymaker. It when, doesn't matter. Just backing up for one second. When you said Mexico stopped drugs, for a second yeah so they stopped all opioids even in the hospitals nobody got any you know what i mean they literally stopped all that drug into and then everybody got sick or you know there was no more pain no that was the u.s that made them yes what i'm saying is they legalized everything across the board there was one guy that was like is that right yeah there was one guy in mexico that was like listen this is how it's going to work. This is what's going to have to happen. And they legalized it. And then the U.S., I can't remember what they did. But I think the U.S. sanctioned them and made it so that they didn't ship any opioids mm-hmm. to Mexico. So, like, all the people in their hospitals started getting super sick and dying from pain and this, yeah. that, and the next. Well, now and you then can they go- had to give in, and they fired that guy that legalized everything. Mm-hmm. You can go into any pharmacy now and just buy whatever you want. There's no in Mexico. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. no over, under the counter. Or yeah, over you can the buy counter. oxy's, right? Yeah, you, you can, can. Yeah, whatever you want. You want uh, Adderall? You can just go. And, that, that's what I want. A couple bottles. Yeah, I don't know if you can bring it back that easy. No, I probably not. And that goes with the uh, is it the uh, MS13 story? No, it's not MS13. It's the Zetas. The gang there. Well, MS13. No, but the, the, the Z. Yeah, the Zetas though were the ones who were. Um, trained you know for 30 million dollars by the u.s government yeah, yeah. to fight the war on drugs and the second they went back to mexico they're like fuck this and they became the most powerful most violent most organized gang yeah. of them all like well they were the ones he interviewed only because of the drug war but he interviewed that kid that was part of the zetas that had killed like 
a hundred and whatever people between the ages of 16 and 19. He but, said that, Johan Hart. But with the best U.S. training to fight drugs. Like, yeah. like they made the greatest drug, totally policy. Lawmakers, yeah. these people that we, we trust, made this decision and it blew up in their face. You're forgetting, too. Do you, don't, do you not remember? Nothing works. Uh, Nothing works. Do you remember Operation Fast and the Furious? Yeah. My man Obama. Yeah. So Simon, do you remember that one? Uh, no, sorry. So, so the DEA had this fucking wicked smart plan. Uh, they were like, we're going to sell a bunch of guns. <laughs> no, I think they just gave it to them. Did they just give them to them? <laughs> <Even> better. <laughs> so they were like, we're going to just give a bunch of guns to the Mexican cartel, but we're going to mark them and track them so that we know where they're going. And what, of course, happened was a bunch of DEA agents ended up getting murdered with these guns. Of course, like they after the fact, like not. No, but they were like, "We're going to track him." And says, "How are we going to track him?" Uh, we didn't think of that. Yeah, and then all these they they end up figuring out. Oh, because guys got killed by those guns. I mean, you're forgetting too. The Mexican cartel killed a hundred tourists. I'm not forgetting. I know. I know Mexico's One a hot spot. Hundred tourists. Crazy. That is a crazy. Stuff. And it all ends if no, you no, legalize I, drugs. That's once. I'm talking one at once, Simon. They killed a bus. A hundred tourists at once. This can't happen soon enough. Yikes. They kill it. This can't happen soon enough. I'm telling you, it's it's it not has, gonna happen. Well, no, of course it's not gonna happen. But uh, all evidence points that the the war on drugs has failed. There's never been a, so, 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 society. <laughs> There's never been a society that's imprisoned more of its own than the U.S. Than yeah. the U.S. And the, it was crazy when he said that more men are raped than women every year in the U.S. You know that stuff? Because of yeah, the because prison of system. Yeah, No, that should not be the case. I mean, nobody should get raped, but yeah. if, if people are getting, the stat should be heavy the other way. That's a stat that uh, shitty men like to throw at women yeah. when they talk about rape. Oh, that's not why I'm throwing you were just I know you're not. Oh, I knew that. I know you're not. I'm just saying, I, I had to, I explained that to someone a while ago and they got so pissed at me. I was like, listen, I'm not saying what you think. I'm explaining that prison is where men get raped and it's by other men mm -hmm. that's yeah. what they're you're not yeah, yeah. you're forgetting like yeah. it's not like women are out there there's not a shred of evidence i didn't know that whole um story about the homeless guy in canada and why we have the safe injection sites amazing story yeah i mean so sad no but uh, that somebody can actually like you know yeah, make you a difference make i know it sounds so corny but that's uh what shows that have some people are on the precipice You've never of been. Have no. you been to Vancouver? Oh, it's the worst. Yeah, the downtown east side is fucking terrible. It's the worst. And, the, and just the sprawl of it. Like if it was one street, it'd be like, yeah, okay, whatever. No, but it's, it's like... The whole neighborhood. You keep going further and like <gasps> zombies come out of the alleys and people are pissing and shitting and shooting up everywhere. Well, I was a bartender like oh. two blocks from East Hastings. And this is two in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's really the worst. Oh, I dude. think it's the worst in the world. Yeah, it's really bad. I mean, it's And that sort of thing happens with such a... It's like the highest real estate in the world too. It's because the Chinese. The, has though. the worst heroin ghetto in yeah. the world. It's fucking awful. Simon, what are you looking at there? Just checking what else was going on in this episode. We forgot to mention, too, I thought it was really funny how he was talking at the beginning about how the British people were rioting and they were standing in a line. Yeah. They were in a queue to riot. Well, we would do that, too, here. We probably would. No, because we have rioted, and there's no fucking queues. We riot for real. 
No, we only write for sports. We don't write. No, for no, Guns and Roses. Issues. We've rioted twice. Music for Guns and sports. And, and didn't and we sports. riot at that Q Seven or? We love whatever. arts. That's interesting. Yeah, we also rioted uh, at I the think power, the, actors. Well, not a riot, actors, but there was uh, mass looting at the first the big power outage in nineteen ninety nine. Ottawa had the worst looting per capita, worse than New York City. There you go. Shouts out to O-Town. He was saying that if you, just veering off a little bit back to addiction, he was saying that if you don't have a lot of different pastimes that you engage in, you'll more likely to be addicted to things because you have less things to take your mind off. Yeah. So get lots of hobbies. That's the, which is uh, interesting, though. But don't have video games as a hobby. No, he shot all over that, which but, I found. Yeah, I mean, well, no, but like, like I was thinking about it. I was like, if you play just a like a like, I definitely play more than I should. So I'm not talking about me, but I know people that play just a regular amount of video games. Like, for example, last night Mary and I were watching a movie. She passed out. Movie was done. Like. You know, no, I think it's in in the you know anything in excess. Yeah, is, uh, but a video game to get good at, you got to play, and you got to get your character some certain stuff. So but it's just so it, funny that everything, you to play more. everything your parents told you or my well, parents told I was, me, was, I was thinking that they when he said, was saying you that. know, um, skateboarding. Don't do that. There's no future in that. <laughs> video video games, games. You're never gonna make a living. Well, on video that. games flew past skateboarding though. Even though it's, it's yes, successful. No, but, I mean, you can still make a ton of money being a pro skater. But well, yes, you're when, right. When I was 16 playing video games, I thought you could possibly get sponsored by a skateboard shop. Maybe not set for life, but like it was a thing you could do. But video games, no. No, but here's a point. That was a, that was a imagine cars could fly. No, here's something that's interesting, though, is you don't actually, to be a, to make money off skateboarding, you have to be impressively good. You don't have to be good at video games no, to make money. No, because there are them. so many yeah. people out there. Yeah, you could that's just stream the yeah. as long as you're somewhat yeah, yeah. entertaining. You can you go. can be good and play in the tournaments, but you can also make money by you know saying, opening up a YouTube Joe channel, yeah, yeah. being funny. That's it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Did you hear breakdancing might be an Olympic sport? No, I didn't hear that. No, but more. I, I, I'm I'm not against that. I mean, I totally see Matt with my son. Um, like I can see. Uh, addiction personalities in me yeah. coming out in him about video games. So sure. I don't think it's so far fetched that. But have you ever had a fight? But Jamie, says, wait, wait. Playing? Jamie brought up a good point. Jamie was like, "Yeah, I mean, James did it. I was like that when I with basketball, like, and same thing with when I skateboarded. Like, you could find me out in front of my house five hours a night, and I didn't want to do anything else. No, James did the video games. Like so. I said, I think you should have a bunch of different hobbies. Yeah. I don't think it's healthy to be like, you can be addicted to um, playing basketball, just like you can be addicted to smoking cigarettes. I mean, there's no chemical hook, but there is because you're probably getting a massive dopamine release every time you play basketball, but because that's what you love to do. There's got to be better and worse addictions. I mean, there are, there's better and worse of everything right mm-hmm. anyways anyways but there's a difference between compuls- compulsion and addiction that's the uh it's another yeah, big he was deep for you. he was deep johan very very <clears throat> compelling guy if you're using whatever the thing is to avoid pain that's when it becomes an issue mm-hmm. and if that's not the issue then it's probably you know not as dangerous just feeling you got to do it. I'm not a doctor. I just play one on television. And I like how he uh, he really emphasized that there's drugs and alcohol. Like it, it's alcohol is a drug. Yeah. 
But we've been saying drugs. that for 17 fucking episodes. Like, like so we, we say drugs is like. He yeah. makes a. Sorry. No. Well, are you saying drugs and alcohol? Or just. It's just drugs. That's like what Kamar's saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm so with you on that. Like it's just. It's just it's drugs like, and alcohol. They're not two different things. Alcohol kills it more should than be all of alcohol them. and drugs. Or alcohol is all drugs. Don't worry. I guess, I guess that's why they have to do it, but it, it's drugs. Alcohol is underneath that umbrella. Yeah, but that's the problem. Is can't be, it, the reason people don't like it to be under that umbrella is because 95% of the population indulges in that drug when they get home from work. A drunk can't shit on a junkie. No, but like I said. Well, they can, but they shouldn't. But I've said this in the past, Kamar. You and I could be at work. We could uh, fuck off at lunch, go have one drink. No one would say shit. If we left and smoked a joint, that's a fucking issue. If we left and shot up, that's a fucking huge problem. It's a sweet afternoon. And though. if you come back on mushrooms. Well, no one might know. You don't yeah, know. you're doing yourself a disservice. Either way, we got to move on because we're already at like yeah. 210. Great, uh, great quote to end this episode. I don't know who said it. I thought you were asking me no, for a great I'm, quote. I, okay. I have you one. miss 100% of the shots you don't take. That, that was Michael my... Scott. <laughs> Go ahead. Good one. Um, since we came out of the womb, we are immersed in a machine that is designed to get us to neglect what is important in life. And I think that's very true. Turn off your phone. Turn off your phone. Unless you're listening to this, in which case, turn it off after the Turn episode. it louder. No, you're on your computer, whatever. It's okay, all right. Yeah, sure. No, I mean, just like anything else, there are, you know, healthy and unhealthy but the distractions limits. are advertising and marketing the first conspiracy theory you know what I mean? the different you know what the difference is is that with drugs right now anyways you are not it's you who wants them nobody is like actively trying to sell wants them you to, want to them. you yeah. whereas with the social media they're it, all in this game to get like matt said to get more uh, of your time well, I'm sure. So they are actively engaged in a war on your senses. Mm-hmm. And you're complying. And readily. So legalize drugs, turn All off right. your phone. Yeah. So. Um, Go ahead, Harry. Uh, I, I give it a fucking solid. I mean, I'd give it a five. I just, I left pretty, pretty bummed out as to where we're headed just after this. Just down, one. down. And I give it a. Um, Four, four. Yeah, I, I give it a four just because I heard some of the stuff we talked about before. And, uh, Sam, yeah. and word he, for word, on he Sam he's just too long winded in, in his answers. Well, yeah, it, it's just him telling stories. It wasn't and, it wasn't a conversation. And literally was, was driving me crazy. The facts. So actually, yeah, I mean the episode was okay. Was and then uh, closing in. Pro- oh no, Kamar, what did you rate it? Sorry. I said a four. Um, I said a four, yeah. And uh, closing uh, thoughts on him? I'd like to hear what he sounded like if he was American. Right at the beginning of the episode, he says, um, I have to be careful not to talk too fast. And he did the absolute opposite of that. He's a writer. He's just, he's, he's. He was on Adderall probably. (laughs) Good chance, but (laughs) it, it, it wasn't about him again. Maybe the first one was more about him. Yeah. Oh, no. He talked about some really personal stories. Yeah, it was good. Well, it was interesting, For- too, because this is not the book that he has out right now. This is like an older book that he came back to talk about. So Joe obviously wanted to hear about it's it. such a powerful message. Everyone listen to this podcast. Yeah, I, I would say I rated a four, but everyone should listen. Um, it's uh, informative. Especially if you're, especially if you're anti-drugs. 
twelve fifty. No, no, but I, no. I think if you're if you're anti drugs, you should really listen to this because it. You can stay anti drugs, but make you, you think sh- you should still be pro legalization. Yes, I agreed with that, man. Uh, anyway, we'll move on. Just from this is uh, already a long one. Uh, we won't spend too much time on the last guy because because we probably, never do on the comedians. No, we don't. Tim Dillon, twelve fifty one. Is it is it Tim J Dillon or did I make that up? I think you made it up. Well, I, I think it sounds good. Oh. It'd I think be, anything with a J. It's like Michigan J Frog. It just it's, has. It's Michael J Fox. <laughs> it's like throwing an Esquire on the end of your name. Sammy J Mansoni. Yeah. Simon's alter ego. I love how the first two episodes of this that never aired, you insisted we called you Sammy. Yeah, that was weird. Huh? It didn't work at all. So much has changed. Yeah. It takes a lot to bring on a name, man. We've come such Especially a long Especially do way. it yourself. Well, I actually gave that one to myself. That's even harder. It was it was hard. It's the hardest thing to ride. But it, it went pretty good. Sure. Uh, but there's All no right. Jay and Dylan. Uh, no do you have any notes for Tim Dylan? Because I listened yeah, to this, yeah, I do. this morning and I don't remember shit. Um, my first note was right at the Thanks beginning. <laughs> Joe says he just had lunch with Eric Von Danigan. Is it Danigan? Danikin, who is the guy who wrote uh, Chariots of the Gods, which got me very excited because I was like, what the fuck is he having lunch with him for? It must be an upcoming guest. Very excited. Um, And it's weird because I have just started watching. Oh, I bought the box set of Ancient Aliens and I've been like going real deep into this whole thing. And he's in that. Well, he's in it a lot. Yeah, they, you know, they have a lot of interviews wow. with him. But I have just like, I, I, I just can be convinced of a lot of things. <laughs> how can you? How can you focus? Just imagining what that. But podcast but without be. having to go too much in. Oh, forget it. Doesn't matter. We'll talk about it when he comes on. Simon, you really need to watch the Vice special they did last year, where Action Bronson watches Ancient Aliens with a bunch of other random people. Why they just make fun of it? No, they're high. He believes all of it. Oh, I because I believe a lot of it. Oh, you'll love this. Go I, go back, Le Tempe. Yeah, I'm gonna go watch that. I'll watch it tonight. Because <laughs> no, you know what? I am gonna say it, and and I we don't have to talk about it at all. I just want you to think about this, okay? Just think about every religious text, okay? And every time that an angel comes down, just replace that angel with an extraterrestrial. We don't need to talk about it anymore. Just do that, okay? Think about that for a little bit. Let that ruminate Simon's and sit, and leave. then we can talk about yeah. it when hopefully this Eric Von Danigan comes on. Okay. We, okay, we can move on from that. Great. That 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 whole thing was deeper than this whole podcast. But I am really hoping <laughs> that he um, starts getting back to some. I know you guys don't like that, but at least it's fun. Do you know oh, what no, I mean? No, it's I lo- lighthearted. I it's Anything like... This is non-political, I, I love. Well, or social media now. Tim really wanted... He's a conspiracy guy. Yeah, he was trying to get... And Joe he really wants Joe back on the team. Yeah. And Joe was saying, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I can't do it anymore, blah, blah, blah. It's very weird for me when I hear that because I listened to all the Rogans in such a short period of time... To me, he believed in the moon landing like six months ago. You know what I mean? Like for you guys, it was six years ago. Yeah. Or yeah. or four years ago. Yeah. yeah. But it's just too quick for me to believe that Joe has given up. Like, so when he says that, I'm like, yeah, okay. But we both know you're no, still I, into I, it. I think he's, I think he's, it's weird. How he's like, uh, is I he know, just I too, is he too political now? 
Who, Joe? Yeah. No, I just don't think he thinks. I think he thinks they landed on the fucking moon. Like, but just he could be. No, I, of course. He was that, like, that's I my favorite part about conspiracy theories is whenever someone who thought the conspiracy theory was a conspiracy ends up coming around, they then are just like, they got to him. You know, yeah. I mean, it's the easiest fucking shill. But like the conspiracy theories exist. Like, well, they, not, they're not even theories. Conspiracies, period, yeah. happen. Yes, no, yeah, for well, sure. Conspir- and after the fact, you're Hold like, on. I wish I knew. A conspiracy, by definition, is when two or more people get together to fucking plan something. So, you know what's a conspiracy Christmas. I had never heard of until this episode? That OJ's son killed Nicole. Had you, heard, had you heard that one before? I, I had not heard that. Oh, I don't gonna, believe I'm it. I think it was OJ. Look, OJ killed his fucking wife. It's a stupid man. conspiracy. I, I just, uh, yes, I think maybe they did it together. Oh, like a father-son outing? And that's why Let's the glove mom? was so small. Jesus. Um, they did talk about Gobekli, Gobekli Tepe a little bit, though. Gobekli I know Tepe. you made fun of it, <laughs> but... Um, so I don't know how much you know about that, but it was an ancient site that they found in Turkey, and they date it back to at least ten thousand years uh, before, 10, before ancient years. Egypt, right? Well, before uh, BC, right? Before the, Christ. Whereas they thought that anybody back then would have been like a hunter gatherer type of, you know, almost prehistoric person, not prehistoric, but they didn't have a lot going on for them. And there was no way they could build something so complex. The stone carvings. So right away it blows that out of the water. And yet people in Egypt still refuse to acknowledge like that there could possibly be older than the 6,000 years. Well, well, their tourism. Coming. You know, you got to ask. I always think about is the Chinese, because their whole timeline is different from ours. Go on. Well, the Chinese would be like civilized four thousand years ago. You know what I mean? Were we? What were we four thousand years ago? Well, ancient Egypt was what ten thousand years ago. No, six thousand years ago. Well, I mean, considering that in this room right now, there's about uh, 45 combined years of uh, anthropology, I'd say that we have a firm grasp on none of this. What are you guys, fucking nuts? I don't know. China's been around for tens of thousands of years. Like, like well, cultured and everything and, has been around for tens. Well, no, but documented. So just throwing another thing out there, Kamar. So every time in the Chinese scripture or the Japanese scripture that they mention a god coming down from the sky in a dragon... Replace that dragon for a UFO. Yeah. You already did this. We get it. Yeah. Easy there, Nostradamus. Like, Where should I invest my money? <laughs> That's why this is important <laughs> to me. Because I believe in all of it. In dragons. <laughs> Fucking amazing. No, he really went there to goad him into getting back yeah, to yeah, no, he, The he best was when he was uh, like, you got to listen to this thing. And Joe goes, no. No, I'm not listening to well, that. Well, he promised that he would read the first chapter of that book. And then he spit out a bunch and almost got him hooked. Like, he was he was going hard. Whatever. When Joe said, I heard the craziest thing about this thing that was this thing. I was like, well, actually, there is an interesting book about Joe. It's good. But he was um, he was fully on, uh, Tim, Tim Dillon. Dillon yeah. And I've heard a lot of him. Like, I was hoping to get more personal. But they don't have to. They're just shooting the shit, fucking firing, firing, Is he firing. funny? Like, do you like his comedy? Yeah, he's, on, he's got a special on Netflix, like you said. Yeah. I'll oh, have really? to check it out. But what's great about him is he's gay. Shut so up. He, he is? Oh, yeah. So he's like the anti, like, whatever. So he never mentioned once that he was gay. Not it, one, uh, one time. He says, is that, a, is that a prerequisite for you, Simon? I, I'm like, not, if you're gay, I, you have to I know enter the room and be like, 
I'm gay. <laughs> no, but I think that if no. I was to sit down and do a podcast with Joe, you would find out that I'm straight and I'm married. Well, and no. That well, we would find out you're straight. Just That's the beauty. He didn't talk I mean, about that stuff. I know he's gay. He knows he's gay. But when he said go on vacation, he was like, yeah, I want vacation. Like Joe said, well, that was because he didn't have a lot of money. No, no, it was like go to a cabin and fuck a bear. Like, well, he said, where do you go? Sandals? He was like, no. No, I go to a cabin. Like, trust me. I go to hedonism, Jamaica. For the boys, though. And so you understand he's gay, Kamar. Chill. Well, no, Simon didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just trying to say why I know. I didn't know until right two I seconds was joking, ago. Kamar, take it easy. Did you know? I had no idea he was gay. No. Oh, you didn't know either. No, no. no. Sorry. I'm Listen, not I'm not saying. I'm not saying that he had. It, to, when you said it, I was like, okay, no big deal. I, I just didn't assume that. I think it's weird that he would do a podcast and it would go the whole way, and I would not know. I think that's super cool. I think like, one way. Or I think another. it's cool too. Like for me, Todd Glass only brought it up because Todd Glass is gay. Oh yes. yeah, he's the first comic to come out. You didn't know that five years no. ago on Marin. When did this happen? He talked about it on Joe Rogan too. Well, really? that was after, but Marin was. No, the, but what I'm saying official. is he 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 was on Rogan six not, seven years ago. He was on Rogan like a year or two Have ago. You seen this? I haven't seen that. No, yeah, no. Todd Glass is. Uh, he talked about it on Rogan how. But they're not boyfriends. No, and, but my uh, point was just yeah. when Todd Glass said it, he said it because, like Kamar said, he was kind of the first comedian to come out and be like, "I'm gay." I mean, apparently everyone in the industry knew already, but outside and, of the industry, they and didn't. do you do you know Holtzman? <laughs> That's my only problem with this podcast. What? Do I know if I've met him? No. Have you ever heard his comedy? No, but I've heard the story about the wife who killed the kids six billion times the by wife Rogan. Who killed, wife the who killed the kids. He always says Brian Holtzman is the craziest yeah. comic Joe Rogan knows. Oh, yeah. that. Oh, no. Joe's, it's the mother who kills the, the kids. The mother who yeah. drowns the kids. They yeah, were not way, good kids. They, they were, were not, not good, good kids. kids. I was like, oh, that's really pushing the yeah. bounds. No, no, no. But that has been his example for Brian Holtzman for yeah. about six years. So that's the only good joke he's ever done, you think? I think you might find that he's a bit of a repeater. Well, he, uh, yeah. I mean, he got benched after 9-11 for two weeks. But um, I, w- I think in this time, Joe, even though he doesn't like to burn other comics material, would have one other <laughs> antidote of what makes this guy so um, so crazy. But I, I think that's it. No, I agree. I think that's his opener and it's closer. When he said it, I was like, oh, wow, he really, again. yeah, that was controversial. Maybe Those just kids weren't good Maybe kids. he couldn't remember any of the other <laughs> At that, the time. He At the time. Crazy. At the Keep time. defending him, Simon. It's fine. <laughs> Did you... Have we already I'm talked about... I'm sure Joe never sees him. He's never there when he's on. He's the so The day late. the comedy died? Have we all talked about that? Talks, all, that's no, another, have we ever talked about it no, on this we podcast? We have not talked about it. No, I don't think so. Okay. I'm not a big Dice fan. No, me either. And that one just sounds like... You're just sending a huge fuck you to your fans, you know. I, I mean? think he was. Yeah, it's I think, interesting I think Tim that's Dillon lame. Didn't know more about it. You've never heard it? No. It's on YouTube. Yeah, I'll check it out. I didn't I didn't think of it as a fuck you to his fans. He showed up at a club he knew would be dead so he could just fuck around for like two straight nights and then he released it. I mean I think the only good part of it sounds like the guy saying you're about as funny as a glass of milk. Yeah. It's a great insult. But again, we've heard it. A danger fields which is still open. Like everything they talked about, Tim was just fucking cracking, like going hard, man. And he did a great job, and I love him for it. But I wanted to know more about Tim. What's going on with Tim? Yeah, the he has a lot of uh, thing. The same way I say, uh, 
you know, interesting, and you know what I mean. He's got a bunch of them. Oh yeah, but then it made me think that everybody just has a bunch of them. We all do. Yeah, we They're all called do. Crutches. Yeah, yeah. Verbal. Because talking is hard. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, talking is tough. <coughs> I think it's me, tougher like, when you're just going in for the kill. Like this was just well, and I think Joe too that up. usually when you're talking, you're not actually having a conversation with people. You're talking and then waiting for your turn to talk so when you're actually forced to have a discussion but he he wanted to make a good impression be joe's best buddy i thought it was great i thought he did a good job i thought he did a good job too no i uh i i had no no problem with him except i hear what kamar's saying he definitely was like throwing out jokes all the time and you know what i mean like and and i've heard him but i've heard him on a bunch of podcasts so this is maybe in my mind a different i guess i just look at it like kamar if if the three of us got invited on joe rogan do you not think we would be trying to fucking make joe laugh or crack wise or i think i try to know you wouldn't simon you're not i I try to sit the corner not say anything (laughs) and dominate joe with the power move I would try to dominate joe with the power move i'd leg sweep him no just not talk oh you would just not talk just stare at him Oh, you pull a Goodwill Hunting. That's your <laughs> Once in a while, play? say something. Okay. Yeah, we'll see how long that would last. Yeah. For. I think my leg sweep would work better than that. Hence why we're never getting on, boys. Do you have any other notes there, Simon? Because we should wrap this bad boy up. Yeah. He. Uh, well, I was with him. I was with him totally until he said that he thought Eddie was sane. Eddie Bravo. Yeah. And then Joe Rogan. No, oh. uh, Tim. Oh, of course. And then Joe said sane, and then he took it back. So it was okay. He ain't saying. Joe, yeah, Eddie's pushing the vol- yeah. the volume, man. All right, rate it. I'm ca- I'm calling it. We got to cut this off. Tim Dillon is a funny comedian. Uh, I give it a three, just like I said. Uh, it was felt a bit forced, and I wanted to know more about Tim. It was a short one too. I believe it was only like an hour and forty minutes. It was two hours, two oh, yeah, hours, okay. and and Joe ended it. He said, "I gotta go. I'm really sorry, but I Tim go. Dillon Netflix special. He's hilarious. I I think he, like because he's such a he's gay but you don't think he's gay this is around the boys boys like he's going places man he's got he's got leverage to say what he wants on stage you know what i mean just last thing i know matt wants to end it but last thing three Three? sorry (laughs) that's what he rated it a three go ahead (laughs) i didn't know we were rating already no no go ahead simon what's i yes i said we're wrapping it up but you okay okay so no it's fine no i want to hear your thing i have something else so when he said he was having lunch with that guy Eric Wayne. Then later in the episode, he says, "Who's I that guy? What are you talking about?" Eric Von Daniken. Oh yeah, okay. Said yeah. he was having lunch, and then la- later in the episode, he says, "So I was having lunch with Eric Von Daniken and a bunch of other powerful people." Yeah, I didn't like that at all. I'm dying to know what this lunch was all about. Well, and who does Joe consider powerful? It's classified. Bum, bum, bum. Well, what kind Even of powerful people are hanging out with Eric Simon. Von Daniken, who is an ast? You know what I mean? He's like a guy who believes in the weirdest conspiracy. What we gotta do is find out where they ate lunch, Simon. Well, I read online book. to try and find out, did but you, when you type in you? "powerful lunch," oh. all that comes up is that <laughs> other meal he had with Jordan Peterson and um, Weinstein. Yeah, yeah, uh, but powerful. It's power lunch, Simon. Will you rate the fucking episode? We have to end this. I we have give a this episode a 
3.8 and I usually don't rate the comedians that high but because this one had a little bit of you know Gobekli Tepe and a little this and some hints about what might be going on I thought it was good Gobekli Tepe yes uh, I give it a th- I don't know a three three and a half he was he was a, like, seemed like a good dude I laughed a few times and last impressions on him Lo- Kamar? love Tim Dillon Hope all the all the best for him. Yeah, I thought he was great, and I uh, thought that if he had gotten the extra hour, he probably would have uh, settled in a little more. No, no, he this guy he's at the top of the game. He <laughs> no, was, he no. was going for the he was going for the throat, man. Okay, yeah, but all the best to him. I'm all gonna watch best. his special. Yeah. All right. That being said, Kamar, tell us where you're playing this week. Oh, hey, yeah. If you're listening this uh, before Thursday, the 28th, I'll be at an absolute comedy in Ottawa, in Ottawa, Canada. On Preston Street. Just down the street from our sponsor. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, come check me out. It's going to be fun. Or don't. And uh, I'm going to check you out. Come I was just going to say, we all might be there Sunday. It's going to be good, man. So it's if you're in Ottawa good. and you want to meet the JRE boys. Should be interesting. It's Sorry, all JREE boys. At this point, it's all weather related. But all your, all your comedy is weather related? No, on a Sunday, though, there might be 80 people All the there, jokes you know? are about snow and wind. <laughs> I was just going to say, yeah. It's Wait better there when the set. room's full. All right, Simon, you want to say anything before we uh, just fuck off uh, yeah? Everybody out there, every time that that says uh, angels, just replace that with ET. Aliens. Awesome. As usual, uh, if you have any questions or you want to uh, shit on any of the things Kamar said, you can email us. Uh, or Simon said. Yeah, sure. Or anything Simon said. Or Keep those said emails coming. It's uh, J-R-E-E podcast at gmail.com. That's J-R-E-E podcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram, J-R-E-E podcast. Is that it? Yeah. No underscore? No. I handle the thing. I don't even know. That's it. Uh, yeah, it's J-R-E-E podcast uh, on Instagram as well. You can follow Kamar on Instagram at Kamar Babar. Is that it? Thank you very much. And uh, <laughs> if you feel like following me, even though I never post shit, uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Floydy, F-L-O-Y-D, with five E's. Uh, as usual, thanks for listening. We know we went a little long on this one, but uh, go fuck yourselves. You can hit pause and listen to them whenever you want. Uh, stick around for the post, Joe, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys.